everyone, and welcome to Literary Demerit, a podcast where we take a look at works of questionable literary merit. I'm Shivant. And I'm Kester. The past two weeks, we played the Blood Raining Night video game. Uh, we sure did. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you played it, but... Well, I, I think... I think you can, you played it too. You you did it along with me, so. I played it in spirit. Yeah. Um, which is uh, the Blood Raining Night uh, video game collab made by Reitru Katsueki Neko Oni and Bold Zone Games. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the videos are on my uh, own personal YouTube channel, Bloom Plays. I'll put a link in the description. There's also uh, the audio only versions if you just want to listen to that. Uh, so we played the video game because we had uh, finished reading uh, Blood Raining Night by Rachel Katsueki Nekooni. So if you've been following our podcast, you know what that's all about. Uh, in case you want a refresher, I believe you uh, wrote a, a summary of uh, the last uh, a few chapters we read, right? I did, because uh, it's been a while, actually. I think we uh, we finished the fanfic about a month ago at this point, Um we finished the Faname uh, before that, but we recap that already on the podcast, so you can just go back and re-listen to that if you want. However, I do want to summarize like the last two chapters that we read, uh, because we haven't talked about those um, since reading them for the first time, and we're gonna, I think, do sort of a wrap-up episode on uh, Blood Raining Night as a whole like body of work here. I was thinking that for the first half, we would discuss uh, the video game. And for uh, the second half, uh, after the break, we can talk, uh, we can take a look at uh, Reitru's uh, DeviantArt. Uh, so just to refresh everyone's memory of the last couple chapters of the fanfic, because it's been a while. Uh, so if you remember, this picks up after um, the battle where uh, they rescued Elaine and uh, killed Shishomaru and all that happened. Uh, so everyone makes it safely back to Ray's home, where they're greeted by Emiru. He's acting weird, suspicious again, and uh, scuttles off to the kitchen as soon as the others arrive so that they won't see him. He uh, he goes to fuck away, in his words. <laughs> yeah, he fucks away. Even though Elaine hasn't regained consciousness yet, they tells the others she'll be fine looking after her daughter by herself, and they agree to leave her and her recently kidnapped god baby alone with a strange boy slash man who's acting suspiciously. Mm-hmm. Elaine regains consciousness and immediately warns they that her dad is nearby. They goes through the door and is sure she can sense her dad on the other side, but when she attempts to confront him, she instead finds Neo, who seems confused as to how she got here, and tells they she needs help. Emilio says he'll make spaghetti. Nyu confides in they that she thinks she's dying. She's been in a lot of pain the past couple weeks and keeps getting sick to her stomach. They thinks that it sounds like Nyu is pregnant. This is a confusing plot point for multiple reasons, so let me clarify several things here. The only event that we know about that could have gotten Nyu pregnant was the sex scene between her as Lucy and they's dad back in chapter 18. A considerable amount of time has passed since then. The wedding seems implied to have taken place during the summer, but then we get a time skip ahead to Christmas and then a few more months pass after that. Presumably, if Nyu got pregnant from the aforementioned encounter, she'd either be quite far along in the pregnancy or would have already given birth. She is evidently not far enough along to be showing, and no pregnancy test is ever done, but the idea that she's pregnant is accepted as fact by the characters, and they even seem certain that the baby will be a girl. They decides the next day to go shopping for baby things and takes Elaine with her to the mall. She's able to see through Elaine's eyes, but this makes navigating difficult as she's viewing the world from the vantage point of a toddler, and she ends up bumping into another girl at the mall. The girl introduces herself as, uh, Shardara Akainiku. Uh, anyway, 
She offers to help them shop, but then just follows them around complaining that she's bored, then manipulates they into buying her cinnamon roll at the mall food court. After the cinnamon roll thing, Shardora runs off and they decides to go use the bathroom, leaving Elaine outside while she does so. Through Elaine's eyes, she sees Shardora returning to talk to Elaine and convince her to leave they behind and come along with her. They's unable to get the bathroom door open for some reason, and so she's unable to do anything but watch as her daughter is kidnapped again. Shardora seems in no hurry to actually leave the mall, though, so they watch his crying and sobbing as they go about window shopping and eating snacks from the food court. Suddenly, she sees two fig figures approaching Shardora and Elaine and is relieved to see that one of them is new, but the other figure is herself and then that's where the story ends on that cliffhanger yeah and it last <laughs> updated yeah it last updated eight years and four months ago uh wow it's been a while yeah i don't believe it's ever going to be finished uh alas we can speculate a little bit about what we think was going to happen I, I i've already presented my theory in the last episode uh, about how I think Amiru is uh, either Ray's dad in disguise uh, uh -huh. or he's working for his dad and Sashomaru. Yeah. Um, that seems very likely just because he's been set up as so suspicious. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that has to be going somewhere. And those are really the only two options I can think of. Yeah, and in regards to the baby, uh, you did point out how it doesn't make any sense uh, with the timeline because... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh she she would have already given birth uh i think that she's pregnant with the anti-god that sashomaru was talking about and uh since uh, uh elaine uh grew extremely quickly the anti-god is the opposite and grows extremely slowly so new is only in her first <laughs> trimester yeah i was um i was kind of thinking something similar uh i th i think we talked about the anti-god thing before i don't remember if that was on the show or just a, like a discussion that we had uh but i was also thinking if it's not like a extremely slow pregnancy it could be um you know uh <laughs> in this case not so immaculate conception um because again we're talking about a anti-god yeah um, but just the pregnancy seeming fishy the timeline not working that may have been on purpose uh it's not something we can discount with this story yeah, it's, uh, there's no way it was just bad writing, um... Right, there's a lot more going on here than just bad writing. <laughs> uh, alright. Uh, now with that summary over with, uh, throw all that out the window, because, uh, the video game has nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> First, I want to take a look at, uh, I'll, I'll send you this. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is promotional artwork for, uh, Made Madness, and it's the only thing that Rachel, uh, or Rachel, I guess we'll call her, uh, posted yes. on her deviant art aside from some sprites which i'll talk about in a minute mm -hmm. it's a picture of Rachel. i mean the anatomy is off but she's clearly improved from her uh previous drawings um, yeah it's uh it's definitely like not bad for her right it's uh, it's like pinup art anatomy but it's yeah, yeah it's far from her worst there's a bit of foreshortening in uh yeah i was about to say there's foreshortening on on her left uh forearm uh which actually works uh, and she's, um, like, sexily holding a yarn ball that's, like, wrapped around her sexily. Right. And that is one of the weapons in the New Game Plus, isn't it? Yep. Uh, the ball of yarn. And then there's a bubble text saying Made Madness, but Madness is spelled with two Ds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Made Madness promotional art. Kitty face. If you played the game and maybe even liked it, please comment and stars fave. I, I did play the game and I maybe even liked it. 
doesn't mm-hmm. seem very confident <laughs> with her saying like you maybe even liked it but <laughs> yeah and then I don't there's know. and then there's a link to the download which i think is uh i don't know if that download still works but i believe it's still on like uh the rpg let me just maker. try it right now oh maybe not yeah that um... that doesn't work but you can find it on uh what's it called not itchio but a different site you can google it um you can find it out there yeah yeah you can find it uh do you want to give a summary of the games uh that we played yeah i'll i'll try yeah we played one one game through normally and then uh and got the bad ending and then we played one game through with the uh, new game plus and we got the good ending and then there are other two endings that i uh found in the files that we uh watched and we're gonna talk about them too Um, Okay, yeah, so I had a little trouble trying to write up a summary of the game because there's a lot of uh, side quests that I kind of skipped over for brevity here. Like, I mentioned them, but they're not super important to the main uh, plot. And you should mention, for anyone who has not uh, seen our playthrough of the game, this game is taking place in a sort of alternate timeline from both the fanfic and the fanime. Uh, None of the canon characters from other media are present in the story, so there's no Denmark, there's no Inuyasha, there's no Lucy, there's no Korra, etc. No copyrighted um, characters. No uh, copyrighted characters are well, appearing uh, in this game. There are fan characters that are in the art house. Uh, but, yes. But uh, they were, uh, Ray, Ray got permission to use them, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, this negates most of the plot lines from the fanfic and fanime. Uh, but instead, they who still has her arms and eyes in this version is a single mother raising Elaine, and she's just landed a new job working as a maid for the local creepy rich man, Arden Hotwood. So the game opens on the morning of her first day at work. There's plenty to do before actually heading to work. Uh, We can meet and talk to much of the cast from the fanfic, uh, the OCs at least, uh, plus a good handful of new characters. Uh, There's also side quests. The local church has a dwindling membership, and they can talk to characters to encourage them to attend church, which allows her to access the graveyard south of town. Uh, half of which is frozen over, which is important later. Uh, here there's another side quest to do involving Hanayubi's dead girlfriend Mito, which gives us a little more backstory on the relationship betwe- between the two of them. Uh, there's a whole quest arc here I won't get into because it's it's kind of convoluted and doesn't affect the endings as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon reaching the Hotwood Manor, uh, they meets her employer Arden, who has a ponytail and an eye patch and generally gives major sleazy rich dude vibes. Uh, he sets her to cleaning his house, which involves battling dust bunnies using a like standard turn-based RPG combat, uh, as well as like tidying t- tidying things up. There's like a pretty satisfying like uh, dishwashing mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's extremely simple, but it's satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very like simplistic gameplay, but it it works. Like, I would uh, say, don't think uh, David Cage dishwashing QTEs. It's it's much better than that. It's much better than that. Don't don't be thinking about David Cage at all while listening to our podcast. Um, and, until we do our David Cage episodes. Um, we, sh- we shouldn't do that. I mean, I just started thinking about that. I was like, yeah, we should probably talk about David Cage at some point. But <laughs> Maybe we should talk about David Cage at some point, but not today. Anyway, after she's finished, Arden sends her on a fetch quest to obtain bread, wine, cheese, tea, and crystals. Uh, the crystal's request has to be fulfilled by speaking to new character Niles, who appears to be the town drug dealer and also gives you a quest about helping his grandmother bake apple pie. Uh, he's our favorite character in the game. He rules. Yeah, I don't know how much we'll end up talking about Niles, but he fucking whips. He's the jerk with the heart of gold archetype. Right, but just one where it's extremely uh, evident 
that the heart of gold is there. Like, yeah. uh, he's barely keeping up the bad guy affectations. It's very, it's very endearing. I mean, aside from the fact that he is a drug dealer, uh, there isn't that much, like, and, and he's rude, uh, there isn't that much, like, bad guy vibes to him. Yeah, I, I like that part where he's, like, uh talking about how he's like excited to go make pie with his grandmother and then he goes i mean i hate old people yeah <laughs> like, all his dialogue is like that like it's very evident that he's a softie but he he keeps trying to cover it up and it's i don't know it's very cute and we don't know for sure that the crystals are drugs uh they are quote mark crystals quote mark and uh yeah <laughs> uh the description says that they smell like blue cheese dressing so not really sure what to make of that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm still leaning towards thinking it's drugs. Just the, the whole vibe feels very drug deal, but it's not super important. Um, anyway, Arden's upstairs bedroom can also be entered here, which is necessary for the quest involving uh, Niles. If they pickpockets him, uh, this is a potential way the game can bad end, because if she's caught in the act, uh, he just stabs her to death on the spot. Mm-hmm. But once she's obtained uh, the items in question, we have an important decision to make. Uh, this is, in fact, the main decision determining the ending of the game. Arden invites Lei to stay the night and have dinner with him. They can refuse, citing that she has a child to take care of, or she can agree, figuring that Yuki is watching Elaine anyway. Agreeing to have dinner with Arden leads to the bad end, and so that's what we did first. So the dinner plays out like a date between the two of them. It's up to the player how much they reciprocates Arden's advances, but he's clearly interested in her, and they end up sleeping together. They wakes up later in Arden's bed, feeling drained, and here's where the tone of the game starts to shift. She's in Arden's creeping manner, it's dark, the music has turned unsettling, and there's no one around to speak to except Arden's butler, who demands they return to her room. When she enters, he locks her in, so they esca escape through the vents. This section of the game is largely random encounter battles against dust bunnies, but we also get some background information on it's, Arden's it's parents. Not, it's not random encounter, it's uh, on the field. But Oh yeah, they do They do have over, overworld sprites here, uh, but it's it's just kind of the same battle every time. But we also get some background information on Arden's parents. Uh, evidently his mother died when he was a child and his father took to performing some sort of dark rituals in an attempt to bring her back to life. Uh, but he only succeeded in freezing half the graveyard. Uh, Yuki's also down here, having evidently been captured by Arden. They can free her, but this raises the question, where's Elaine? Uh, surprise, surprise, it turns out Arden has kidnapped Elaine and is planning to use her as a human sacrifice to complete the ritual to bring back his dead mother. They's too drained from having sex with Arden all night to physically stop him, so instead she looks for a way to stop the ritual using a counterspell, but by the time she returns to where Arden and Elaine are, it's too late. The ritual failed to restore Arden's mother to life, but Elaine has died in the process. The game bad ends here with Lei uh, cradling her daughter's body in her arms and reflecting on her failures as a mother before Arden informs her that their proximity to the ritual has granted both himself and they immortality. However, since it went wrong, the entire mansion will soon freeze over. Arden knows a place in the mansion where they can be safe and says he wouldn't mind spending an eternity with Lei. She, of course, doesn't feel the same, but she has no choice. Uh, so this is the Frozen Bride ending. Uh, after we got that ending is when we uh, started the New Game Plus. Mm -hmm. So this unlocks more outfits, uh, which are just cosmetic, but they're fun. And weapons, uh, notably the, like, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but the, the yarn ball from the promotional yeah. art. The weapons um, are, uh, in the first playthrough, you can get the shovel and uh, the sponge. And those mm -hmm. are your two weapons. And then in the New Game Plus, you can get a... Uh, a huge, huge motherfucking axe, huge motherfucking axe uh, uh -huh. and a yarn ball. Uh, 
but the yarn ball is after we do the yeah. fanfic theater. Yeah. And it's um, the best weapon. It is. It is. Uh, and it's also the vent section. Uh, you can't use certain weapons because you don't have enough room to uh, swing them around, but you can use the yarn ball in the vents. And the sponge. Um, and the sponge. Also, some of the dialogue is altered in the New Game Plus um, to reflect that you've played the game before. Uh, some characters are in different places, etc. Uh, and there's also a new building unlocked, the Art Museum, which is basically a shrine to all things Blood Raining Night. It has fan art, it has original art from Rachel herself, uh, and there's a note from the creator of the game about why they love Blood Raining Night in the first place, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about more later. Mm-hmm. This is also where we take a look at the game's other endings. So, if they refuses the dinner date with Arden, his attitude towards her turns cold. She's told to just finish cleaning and then leave. Uh, after she finishes cleaning, he interrogates her on why she turned him down. Any dialogue option that makes it clear that she snooped in his room or has suspicions about him leads to him instantly killing her, as before when picking his pockets. Navigating this conversation carefully leads to they quitting her job, though Arden ominously tells her he has a feeling she'll be back. They leaves the house and dejectedly tells Yuki about quitting her job before deciding to head to the bar for some drinks. She ends up getting absolutely smashed and blacking out during her walk home. When she wakes up, she's in Arden's guest room. From here, things play out much as before, with they sneaking through the vents to eventually interrupt the ritual, except now she's not tired from sex with Arden. Mm-hmm. I guess being hungover is not a concern. Um, so she just pushes his mother's coffin into an abyss. Yeah. When Arden stops the ritual in horror at what she's done, she takes the opportunity to push him down into the abyss after his mother. So then they and Elaine make it out safely, and the two of them promise they'll be together forever. And This is the Just Us ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's a couple other endings that were not positive how you get them, but I, you can describe I, them. I, I think I'm pretty sure how it works now. Um, you, you Okay. Uh, at, at the point where Ray pushes Arden into the abyss, uh, you are given a choice if you discover a lot of information about Edgar Butchman and uh, his mother. And I think oh, your dialogue... Oh, is that what triggers it? Because that was the part we were not sure about. I think so, because the dialogue at the end, like, changes a tiny bit through, like, each line, depending on which... Uh, information you you found out um, oh yeah we did notice some of that when we were doing the new game plus that we got slightly different dialogue yeah in the new game plus we didn't examine edgar butchman's grave so she she does ask who was your father but his response is the same he says uh it doesn't matter but it's just right. a sign uh that there's a uh, certain information that you discovered or not and i think if you discover all the information you get the choice whether to push him or not and uh, if you don't push him you can get one of two endings one is uh the uh well i i wrote the summaries of the two endings so the the one we're talking about here where um they have the option to not push arden she can instead declare her love for him uh and this leads to uh they and arden getting married with elaine being neglected as the two are focused solely on each other uh, this is the Forgotten Child ending. And then the last ending, um, I don't know, did did you figure out how to get this one? I don't know. I think, um, I think you probably have to discover all the information, but maybe you have to respond positively to Arden in certain places. Like, I'm, I'm actually yeah. not sure. It's quite complicated. Yeah, so... Uh, and I mean that in the best way. We're not positive how to get this one, uh, but in this ending... Um, they and an apparently redeemed Arden and Elaine uh, leave the mansion together before it freezes over. Uh, then they and Arden begin dating and eventually move in together. Arden's money enables them to live comfortably and they settle into domestic bliss. Uh, this is the happy fami- family ending, which is arguably intended as the golden ending. 
It does seem like the hardest to get, because we couldn't figure out how. Mm -hmm. uh, but your mileage may vary on whether or not Arden is even redeemable, given he's <laughs> murdered multiple women trying to complete his ritual, so... And he tried to kill um, a child, you know. Right. So, you know, depending on your viewpoint, the Just Us ending might be more of the golden ending. I think I think we both lean a little in that direction ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, but that is another uh, ending that you can get. Uh, in the comments of this here, Rachelru, uh does confirm some stuff. I want to talk. I, I want to read these comments before uh, we talk about our opinions on the game and stuff. Uh, Yeet Dere says, I love the game. Good job on everything. Both you, the voice actors, and your partner. Uh, did we mention that this game is voice acted? Like, not fully, but there's some sounds and, and dialogue. Uh, yeah, there's, like, talk sounds for all the characters. Yeah, it's... There's a little bit of uh, voiced dialogue in the game. Mm-hmm. So it's... Yeah, they, they really... Uh, they went all out. Um, they really did. I think we should also mention there's original sprite work for the game. Yes, uh, and apparently Ray did some of them. I don't know if she did all of them, but she did some of them. Uh, if you look here... Mm-hmm. This is her sprite work for uh, Taylor Un in Officials. Uh, Taylor in Unofficials... Uh, original character Kado who appears in the art gallery and this is uh this is original sprite work to to some extent I, I think she well I mean she says here uh well someone says I've been wondering how do you get these sprites to look so good the ones I make just look so plain and the sprites do look very good yeah this is this is a very good sprite yeah, and she says, LOL, I'm not sure. I didn't start making sprites or pixel art until Bold, Bold Zone requested. I do so. It's just something you get used to. The hair and the body were pre-generated for this one and the last one, but I did make the outfits or heavily edit items on them. I had to make Shiana's outfit from scratch. So, like, uh, she did use, like, a sprite program that preloads certain uh, things, and, and she had to, like, reco recolor them manually, except for this other character called Shiana who mm -hmm. doesn't appear in the game, to my knowledge. Like, maybe they just decided not to include it. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't remember seeing this sprite. This is this is a good one, though. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, a tomboyish-looking girl with, with blue hair and, and goggles on her head, and she says... I, I like the goggles a lot. <laughs> yeah, and she said, I, I got to ma make this from, from scratch. And uh, I did look in the game. Uh, she's not there, but... Mm, yeah. She was supposed to be in the uh, art house yeah. uh, in the New Game Plus. But I guess she just wasn't included for whatever reason. Um, maybe maybe a falling out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like to imagine some behind-the-scenes drama, but it could be just about anything. All right, so that's, like, really impressive. Because uh, that's a whole, a whole new skill that you have to learn is creating sprites. And I always assumed that Bold Zone Games did it, but... It looks like they didn't, or at least they didn't do all of them. Like, Ray at least did some of them. Yeah, and the sprites in this game look good. Um, I mean, they do. one thing we did mention when we were uh, playing through is that uh, there's fucking, uh, like, titty jiggle physics on uh, they sprite, which is hilarious. Uh, but, <laughs> like, they, they put in the time to do all that. Um, it's, I don't know, it's it's good. Uh, back on the promotional artwork, uh, Jen mm -hmm. Likes Loki says, This weird. Right before it was released, I drew Rachel in a maid outfit. I made the school into a maid cafe, and Rachel said nyan on maids and butlers. I thought it was cute. I thought about drawing Rachel, Yuki, Mina, Elaine, and my own character Kat in maids outfits, and Kat lights the fireworks on the teacher and vampire guy. I thought it was <laughs> funny. Might to the song Candy Candy by Gumi. I don't know. 
I don't know either, but... <laughs> I do like the picture, but her waist needs to be a little more fuller to support the chest. I draw the body type a lot. I have as well. I know what type of body you are going for, and her shoulders need to be a little longer. You are going for a curvy body type. Yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Shy Leviathan says, I have yet to download the game, mostly because of schoolwork and things like that, but I am definitely looking forward to downloading it. Anyway, put off are... your schoolwork. This is more important. <laughs> anyway, wonderful drawing. You've been getting better at shading, methinks. And yeah, this is, at this point, me I'm, also I'm, thinks. I'm looking at the art and I'm like, this would look so much better if she didn't use MS Paint for it. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, of course, this is probably a troll, uh, but right. uh, she, like, needs to get Photoshop or, like, uh, even Paint Paint Studio Psy. Uh, that could, yeah. she should learn how to do that because, uh... It also does look like she's drawing with a mouse. Yeah, and, like, the lines are, are pixely because it's MS Paint, but... Yeah. Uh, one person asking if there is a Mac download for the game, uh, mm -hmm. because they can't open .exe as a program. Um, it's, it's very funny to me how someone would be like, uh, <laughs> only now are they realizing that there are compatibility issues. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't play the... Blood the Blood Night Raining Night game. Fan game. Um, as a Mac user, I do know that you will have to get some sort of emulation in order to play many games. It seems funny to have your discovery moment be uh, the Blood Raining Night game. <laughs> Han Hyena says, uh, just so you know, I did download and play the game. I'd appreciate if I had some answers for the questions I have for it. First of all, though, I'd like to say that the game was pretty decent. There were things I didn't like about it, and some parts that were buggy. Wolves in the apple woods, just saying. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't notice any bugs there. Maybe they mean balancing issues, but that's not the same oh, as a yeah. bug. Uh, the, yeah. uh, I did notice a bug in this game. Uh, it has a habit of crashing if you uh, uh, pull out chairs. So, like, don't, like, do that too oh, much yeah. or be careful. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, save beforehand, because my game yeah. did crash several times when I was doing that. Uh, but you did fairly well, and that should not be ignored. Questions. One. When and where does this take place? I've read that people are insulting the main character's obvious drinking habits in-game, but I noticed that Elaine is a toddler in the game, not a baby. Elaine would mm -hmm. be roughly five years old, thus considering that we know Rie's standard age is 18, she's at least 21 in the game, right? Does this take place after a few years? The game is also very limited. There's no backstory as to how Re got there with <laughs> Elaine. I think those following the series would have liked some explanation on that part in the game. Two, depending on question one, if so, why would Re ask Kaneyubi when class would start again? Re is at least 21 now, caring for a child, and obviously has a job working as a maid. I think I think they, they have, like, trouble letting go of their, like, preconceived notions about uh Yeah, it's also stated in the game that they is uh, 17, yeah. so... Uh, she shouldn't be concerned about school anymore, much less able to attend it, unless she was shooting for college. Okay? <laughs> uh, like, uh, I'm 21 years old, I'd better go back to high school so that I'm <laughs> prepared for college. Three, Ri is still with Denmark now that Inuyasha is dead if we're concerning the fanime and not the fanfiction. So where is he and why towards the game's ending does it start to press heavily on Rei being with the game's main villain? It doesn't make sense as to why the father of that family would just disappear like he never existed and Ri would yet again cheat and be with someone else with a daughter. That That's would... right. He never existed in the story. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you landed on it. He's not here. Where her real dad is and why her mom is with some other dude. She's five. She doesn't know anything. Yeah, I think children generally accept, like, you know, when they're raised by a single parent that their their parent may uh, wind up in a relationship at some point. Uh, 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 excuse me. This game doesn't have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation between a mother and her five-year-old about why she's dating someone else and their father uh, is not around. Um, <laughs> yeah. One star. <laughs> it's like, when do they even have time to have that conversation? Because as soon as they go on a date, it's like, uh, Elaine gets kidnapped. Four. The game had a few bonus areas to touch that weren't critical to the plot, which is fine. What I want to know is why the graveyard cost some cash to get to if towards the end of the game, or our villain explains what he's done. In fact, it's almost annoying, because the graveyard serves no real purpose. It was pretty and interesting to look at, but it felt like it was put there for another reason before you might have decided to just glaze over that detail to produce the game faster. The reason is is to provide backstory. Yeah. <laughs> Five. Why are all the character profiles for the dialogue script so terrible looking when your artist's artistic talent has improved over the years? The eyes are scrabbled and slanted. <laughs> or bulging and their faces are off way off i can't believe you scrabbled the faces <laughs> a lot of people think you're a troll and there are a lot of times i think so myself but seeing all this work for the years that have rolled by and it's still there i found it harder to believe the more i think about it the more i'm starting to believe you're utterly serious here if that's the case you need to put a lot of work into the series and she responds <laughs> Sure, I'm cool with answering. One, two, three. This takes place as an alternate story. It does not follow the events in Blood Raiding Night exactly. Elaine is still a god and Rachel is still her mother. However, Rachel is still 17. But yes, Elaine is not a baby. She is more like five or seven. Being the um, <laughs> Let's back up and talk about that for a second. What? Um, that Elaine is more like five <laughs> or seven. <laughs> with a 17-year-old mother. I think she means that, like, she aged rapidly or something. I, I fucking hope so. Uh, also, I fucking hope so. Also, I didn't actually notice her behavior uh, or, or her appearance, like, to be all that different from how she looks and acts in the fanime. Yeah, I would have assumed that she's more, like, toddler age based on how she speaks and acts. So I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about her being intended as older here or what that might mean in terms of, like when they got pregnant with her um when i was just playing the game like that did not occur to me even uh, so this is this is quite the answer i don't know like how about you did you did you think that all tracked or not yeah being that Rachel is still 17, she is in school and Sensei Hanayubi is still her teacher and so that's why she asks him when they'll go back to school for the graveyard costs cash because you get a weapon, cash, and a bonus quest where you follow the butterfly that leads to a lot of stuff. There is a mechanic in the game where you will change what you say to Arden and his response. I can't believe like she has to explain to this guy like basic game design. Like the yeah. graveyard costs money because it opens up another quest and you get a weapon and money in the graveyard. Right, things itself. are gated behind access to the graveyard. So yeah, like uh, yeah, it it. It's true that it doesn't affect the main storyline, but it does lead to a lot of stuff. Right, and so. that it doesn't make a lot of sense to pay to enter a graveyard, uh, you know, from like a world building perspective, but that's clearly not the concern here. 
There is a mechanic in the game where you will change what you say to Arden and his response based upon the information you find in the game through notes left around. If you haven't found certain notes, then you won't confront Arden with information at the end of the game, and he won't give you the full details of what's going on. So we noticed a little bit of that. We, we collected uh, pretty much all the same notes, except we didn't read the grave, and I think that's what changed it for us. Oh, yeah, most likely. Yeah, because we didn't bother with uh, most of that graveyard stuff in the New Game Plus. Five. I started those drawings many months ago, but that is my default style. I usually find more want to draw better when it's a gift or commission. They take a very, very long time that way, so I don't usually do that. Thanks for asking. That's such a nice response to, to yeah, someone, being, to someone like, who's being like rude. To someone who's being like, your drawings look bad. And it's like, yeah, they do, but the game is free and Right. <laughs> And then, and then they respond a little nicer. Uh, thanks so much for answering. That does clear a lot of things up. I appreciate you taking time out for this. And I feel utterly stupid about the graveyard secrets. I found nothing in there, so I just left. How did you find nothing in there? Yeah, did you, like, did you enter? Look? Did you enter the house that was in the graveyard? Did you enter the shed? I don't think shed? did. There's no way that this person did. <laughs> How and it's you like, miss you that? missed a whole ass shed, yeah. I found nothing this in there. This person's bad at RPGs. <laughs> I defeated the boss with a sponge. A sponge! That weapon in the graveyard was probably way better than some stupid sponge. Well, I mean, they're pretty much the same. The sponge has uh, higher luck stats. I don't understand how they got to yeah. that point in the game uh, without using the shovel, though. Because you don't get the sponge yeah. until you fight the wolves. Maybe maybe that's what they were complaining about. They said the wolves are buggy. Oh. But it's like, no, you, you didn't get the right weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would that would do it, yeah, for sure. That'll teach me for not thoroughly combing the area. That's how you play yeah. RPGs, dude. Th that's that's the basics of playing RPGs is you have to thoroughly comb the area. That that is like rule number one of RPGs, like <laughs> especially RPGs with such small maps as uh, RPG Maker. Right, runs. like obviously you are meant to explore the entire map. You're supposed to look at everything. Yeah, go everywhere. And all that bonus stuff? My god, that was careless of me. I apologize deeply for my stupid question, as this was a fault of my own and not the game's. Well, I mean, that last part's true, but you should apologize for being rude. Um, yeah. Understandable about the artwork. Again, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to answer some questions for me. That was seriously very kind of you, as I didn't expect to be answered, and so quickly either. No need to respond to this. I got my answers, and I'm pleased. Please continue with your hard work, and good luck with this huge project. I really like that interaction because uh, this person like starts off like fairly rude and mm -hmm. they is just, well, Rachel is very nice back. That's... Uh, and it actually leads this person to like apologize and end on a really nice note. Yeah, it's, I mean, she's supposed to be 17 and that's pretty mature for her age. Like, oh, yeah. I can't even guarantee that I would uh, respond so nicely to such a rude comment. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, same. I'm 26. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she, she's constantly like that though. She's constantly like listening to people's criticisms about her artwork and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there, there are a few comments. Uh, there are a few author's notes where she's like, haters suck it. Uh, let haters hate, I'll never give up, nya on, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of what you would expect when someone's, like, being mean to you like that, but she's also not yeah. calling anyone out directly. She's just kind of venting, and it's not very long. I mean, she she wrote yeah. horrible, horrible sex scenes, and when people <laughs> criticized her on it, she's just like, well, you don't have to read it, anyway. Right. Don't, don't like, don't read, yeah. Which, like, I don't agree with, but... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah. yeah, but she has like a very laid back attitude about it for um It's refreshing. A bad fic author. Yeah. I think it's uh part of why uh people including us like Blood Raining Night. Um it's kind of a weird standout for that. Mhm. I mean, this is a uh, kind of back to the notes uh in the New Game Plus about um no matter how how much people uh belittle her uh she's she's still got this upbeat attitude right um and just like the creator of the fan game saying that they found that inspiring um and that you know people come to blood raining night from different angles uh some people just view it as something uh to laugh at but other people are genuinely kind of inspired by how much work she put into this like goofy story uh and it an impossible thing says i love this game and i think i've gotten like two of the endings so far lol i kept forgetting that ray wasn't a yakuza in this one and then wondering why the <laughs> dust bunnies ko'd me so much i kind of wanted to kill stuff with raw demon cat power though so much sensei <laughs> hanayubi in this game it made me happy that's true oh my god the the hanayubi fans are here lol i'm glad to hear there are four endings i thought everyone would like a lot of hanayubi you were correct um yes and someone else says, uh, a very enjoyable game. And she responds, thank you. I'm glad you find it that way. Uh, and then there are some people criticizing the artwork. Mm -hmm. Uh, young Shelby says a few things when taking a second look at this one, because the waist is so small, she would be missing a few organs or her ribs are broken and she would organ failure. Oh no, she would <laughs> organ failure. She would organ failure. Fuck. Two, the cat ears would probably the same color as the hair. <laughs> they fuck, would probably fuck off uh yeah three, but like who cares <laughs> three unless her breasts are fake her shoulders would either be the same width of her hips wider or a normalist lo looking size for <laughs> unless she's really fine thin question mark oh no she wouldn't have a thigh gap okay first of all she doesn't <laughs> have a thigh gap in this picture her legs are just spread apart yeah, it's it's not a thigh gap. That's... She's actually twisted so that you wouldn't be able to see a thigh gap if she had one. She also is clearly very thin. Um... Yeah. <laughs> and then the last thing they said, sorry if I sounded rude. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, on four, it says, unless she's really fine. Really fine. Parentheses, thin, question mark, end parentheses. Gee, I wish there was a way <laughs> to use the computer to look up the spellings of words. Anyway, uh, yeah, the an the anatomy is weird, uh, but it's also, it's also, like, I mean, yes, you could criticize the anatomy, but, like, you look at it and you know exactly what's going on here. It's a pinup. Yeah. It's, it's a pinup of, of Retru, so. Uh, I don't think that's the important part here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucy Valkyrie 19 says, one thing about the game, it's pretty good as far as an RPG kind of game, but one thing about it is that lo a lot of the enemies are kind of overpowered in the beginning, especially during the very first battle where Raytru is defeated. However, I think the enemies should have life bars, since it'll make it easier for the player to know where they stand and fight better, the rest is fine. Um, mm. the life bars are, uh, they have dialogue whenever they hit a certain... Yeah, you do, there is an indication when an enemy is on low HP because, uh, there's yeah. dialogue, so... I I get the want for life bars, but it's not, um... Like, there are life bars. It's just told through the dialogue. It's just hidden, yeah. I think a lot of people just don't like that, but a lot of games do that on purpose. 
Yeah, to make the game feel less like a game. This isn't really... Right, or to make it feel more challenging by not showing you exactly how much damage you've done to the enemy. Yeah, I I personally uh, like just having a vague idea of how much life my enemy has left. I do not like to see the life bar. Um, it's not but... something that really bothers me either way. Uh, I wouldn't have thought of that as like a complaint for this game. I uh, I want to look at the comments on her video announcement, uh, which she uploaded to oh, YouTube. Yeah. Let me read them from the beginning, the first, mm-hmm. the, the oldest ones to the newest. Uh, Karma12100 says, oh, I am so playing that. And if you could be so nice and tell us how you went about making that, I want to make one as well. Uh, <laughs> and she says, I, I just provided a lot of the art. I know almost nothing of the program. Sorry. But, like, I mean, it's it's RPG Maker. It's a very simple yeah. engine. Um, yeah. There's plenty of resources out there to learn how to make RPG Maker games. Yeah, I, I think, like, the engine itself is, is very much marketed and treated as a game. So there are, like, tutorials in the game itself. Yeah. I haven't played around with it myself, but I hear it's, like, fairly easy to learn. It's probably one of the simplest engines out there. And and that's not yeah. a, that's not an insult towards RPG Maker. Some of my favorite games are an RPG Maker, like Witch's House and Eve. Those are some of my favorite horror games, but... Yeah, Eve is fucking great. Yeah. I mean, there's some great RPG Maker games out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think you should be asking Ray True this. Uh, someone asks, does it work on Mac? And Ray replies, we haven't tried it on Mac yet. If you do, please tell us your results. <laughs> Uh, what happens if you try to run a uh, an exe program on? Uh... It it won't open. Max can't read uh, .exe files. Uh, well, there you go. Um, you could try and like wineskin it, I guess, uh, or whatever the equivalent is now. Because last time I tried to wineskin something, it turns out um, the program's been discontinued, so I don't think you can use it anymore. But I'm sure there's uh, equivalent programs out there that will let you uh, emulate and run. Uh, windows games on a mac you can also always just like uh, partition your hard drive and have like an install of windows that you or linux to yeah or linux um that you use to run exe files i'm sure there is an emulator out there that is specifically designed to run uh, rpg maker games on mac but yeah i would love to find that if anyone knows of such a thing um <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Fuchsia Muffin says, ooh, a game? Very interesting. I might play this. Congrats. Uh, comment just saying that uh, the download is temporarily down, and then she says it's fixed. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's on Game Jolt. You can download the game from uh, Game Jolt uh, by uh-huh. Bold Zone Games uh, at Re- Riel Ray. Uh, that is the link that worked for me. Uh, while mm-hmm. we're here, let me read the comments that are here. Uh, one yeah. person says, masterpiece of a game. This is better than every other game ever made. Such lines as Nya made me question the world and think more. Thank you, Bold Zone Games. Uh, I agree. Yep. Masterpiece. I've been seeing this type of game style for quite some time now, and I was wondering what type it is and where can I find more? <laughs> RPG Maker, it's baby. It's an RPG Maker game. Yeah. And like... I, I'm genuinely, like, excited for this person because there's so many good RPG Maker games. It's like, I hope they followed up on this and looked into it. Yeah, and the style... The, you can you can do different styles of game using the RPG Maker engine, but it's RPG pixel style, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like Siobhan was saying, like, uh, that a lot of their favorite games are RPG Maker games, and that's also true for me. Like, I, I love a lot of, like, little RPG Maker games. Yeah. Eve also a great one, um, but like, 
the Lisa series, I believe uh, those are RPG Maker. Dreaming Mary was pretty good. That's an RPG Maker game. Yeah, that's a different style. Um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that's like a fun little uh, horror game with multiple endings. The um, the original uh, version of Remothered uh, before uh, the creator uh, put it in Unreal Engine and ruined the style and everything was, mm-hmm. was made in RPG Maker. And that was kind of a point and click 2D game. And it looked really good and is amazing. And that's all gone now. But not my time oh, to yeah. read about I believe... Off is an uh, RPG Maker game mm-hmm. as well. These are all different versions um, of RPG Maker. Yeah, yeah. Because Off is pretty old at this point. It's yeah. Like 2008, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a that's a good one. I've been meaning to replay that, actually. The soundtrack slaps. I'm still listening to that all the time. The original uh, Corpse Party was made in RPG Maker, the, the like, mm-hmm. 1995 version. And there's a rebuilt version that I believe is made probably on a newer thing i mean you can look that up but anyway there are lots of games like this and uh compared to well i mean there this game isn't eve or the witch's house but it's no 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 it it definitely i mean there are a lot of these types of games because they're so simple to make and uh people people make them without knowing really that much about game design and and then the games just get uploaded uploaded and they're like shit I've played a lot of shitty RPG Maker games. Um, we were kind of expecting this to be one of them. Yeah. For this to be, like, downright unplayable. Yeah, but like, it's, like, some... it's perfectly functional. It's got yeah. a great new game plus. It has lore. It it's, has interesting artwork. It's ugly sometimes, but it's interesting. Yeah. It's, you know, again, original artwork, original sprite work. Uh, there's, you know, voice lines. Um, there's some music that's original i don't think so ish well there's the uh singing oh yeah uh the the covers (laughs) there's covers they're covers but yeah uh you you know what i mean there's original audio in the game interesting dialogue interesting characters uh even though it is like a side story it does give you some actual um backstory that's relevant to like the greater world of blood raining night (laughs) The only bugs I noticed, uh, aside from the uh, duplicate Niles, who I... That's not always an issue. Uh, when we went to the tavern and there was two Niles, and one was the Niles from before, and the other one was the Niles that we were supposed to talk to. Yeah, uh, but you don't have to interact with the duplicate Niles. Yeah, that, and that's not know. that's not game-breaking. Uh, the only bug Absolutely I noticed not. is like the chair crash, where sometimes if you... Uh, push a chair in and out, uh, the game will crash, but you don't have to <laughs> do that a lot, and you right. could always save beforehand. Uh, there's some balancing issues, but that's not that's not a bug. That's balancing issues, and it's pretty easily yeah. fixable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's people saying that the file is down, and again, you can find it on Game Jolt. Uh, yeah, these are probably people trying to use the original link. Okay. Uh, Purple Puppy Chan says, Rachel, hun, I got some n- notes for you. One. Okay, first <laughs> oh off, boy. on the quest for the blonde guy whose name I've forgotten, you only have the grandma. How can you forget Niles? <laughs> you only have the grandma listed when the bunny ears should also be listed. Okay. Not sure what they mean by that. By listed. Yeah, that's a little puzzling. There's not like a quest log. <laughs> Uh, two. There are two man goddamn wolves in that forest. Tone it down and slow down the speed <laughs> when they can't see you. Speed them up when they see you, but only 
enough to let you have room to escape. Uh, get the shovel first, and then the, those won't be an issue. Um, yeah. Three, only some of the wolves you can escape from. It should be all of the wolves you can escape from. No, it's the ones you see in the overworld <laughs> you cannot escape from, and the random encounters are escapable. This is very easy to figure out. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of typical in, in, in RPGs. Like, I, I've seen that before. Yeah. Um, that's... Uh, that's just, like, you haven't played many RPGs before, have you? Yeah, it's, like, just because, like, you don't like it, that's not, like, a flaw with the game design itself. It's, it's right, I, it's a choice. It, it should be, like, I, I believe that since the wolves hit so hard, all of them should be escapable, but... Right. But that's, like, just your opinion, man. Four. For the love of God, show the NPCs names, please. I love to know who I'm talking to. What they usually tell you their names what are you like, talking about yeah they have they have their portraits right next to them you know who who you're talking to right is it like so important to know the names? some of the characters don't have names yeah like not all of the new characters are named characters that's like fine five none of the enemies have health bars that's a big problem you need to give them no health it bars. isn't it you, was a deliberate choice. You need to give them health bars because I need to see when they are low on health. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, again, their their health is indicated uh, by the dialogue that occurs when you talk to them, when you uh, yeah. when you fight them, and uh, like with the butler, if you if you uh, get half his health down, he says, "Oh no, I'm halfway dead." And if, right, if you get Yuki's health halfway down, she says. Uh, you're nearly, you're halfway to beating me. And if you right. get the wolf's health halfway down, Ray says, I hate to hurt animals, but it's eat or be eaten. It's the way of the animals. Uh, if you've been paying mm -hmm. attention, you would have been able to figure this out pretty quickly. Um, it is like pretty intuitive. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's all for no. I'll be back with more when I progress more into the game. You haven't even beat the game and you're already <laughs> trying to give notes. Come on. Get real. Get serious with us. Kaylee Drevis says, totally agreed with, it's frustrating that there's no health bar and I keep dying in the forest because of the wolves. Okay, but that's not a problem with the health bar. That's b because, like, there's balancing issues in you the game. You didn't pick up the shovel, also. Yeah. Like, pick up the shovel. Yeah. Uh, typically, in video games, if you go into an area and uh, the enemies are too difficult to beat, uh, you go... There's something you need to do first. You go yes. explore another area to see if you could perhaps get uh, a level or some items to help with that or possibly another weapon such as the shovel. This is a way they, in fact, uh, you know, they have gates for progression in yeah. video games. Uh, yeah. Like, they make the enemies too strong to beat if you haven't done certain things so that you can't break the intended sequence of the game. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is on purpose. But I'm glad that these people are playing their first video game and learning things. Uh, and the that comment was extremely rude. Uh, yeah. How, how does Ra Rachel respond? All right. I'd love to say. Well, I'm not sure that there will be another updated or our playtesters made it through. But yes, they were a bit numb from playing it a few times so that it was hard to tell <laughs> what an absolutely new player would find hard. I'll send your request to Boldzone and see what he thinks. He was the one who put the game together and made it work. So I don't know if it's even possible to script enemy health bars and make it so that they speed up when they see you. It takes a lot to script something, even very simple like moving a box. But I'll see what he says. Smiley face. <laughs> this is way nicer than this person deserved as a response. Yeah. Um. Also, 
They had playtesters. They had playtesters. But it's it's like, also, it is completely fine that the playtesters needed a few attempts to figure out how to get through the game. Uh, that's an intended part of the gameplay experience of many games, that there's a trial and error stage where you have to figure out what you have to do in order to advance. Yeah, I think she means that uh, since they already played it, they might uh, not know, like, what's difficult on a first playthrough. Right. Yeah, I mean, if they played, like, multiple versions of the game, um, by the time they played the final version, they might have already kind of known uh, what to do. Someone complaining that Chrome blocks both downloads because it said that it was downloading malware. Yeah, it's, uh, it does that sometimes. Uh, just, just download it anyway. Just, uh, maybe use a better web browser. Yeah. I recommend Firefox, uh, but... Yes. Uh, o Omnitalk says, love the game, love the story, love everything about this, please keep up the awesomeness. Agree. I agree. Uh, Kyle Broflowski says, you ever thought about making plushies or figures? Hell fucking Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, can you imagine? I would love a Blood Raining Night plushie. I don't know what it would be of, but uh, oh, I would love that. that for sure, yeah. And uh, she responds, yes I have! If it gets really popular, I might set up a stand at a convention or something. <laughs> oh my god, okay, uh, we have to get the Blood Raining Night fandom off the ground. Like, who's with me? We have to make this happen. <laughs> at the moment, I don't know how to sew or box things for shipping. Um, <laughs> I love how she's already thinking ahead to like, yeah, I'll set up a stand. I don't know how to, uh, even send a package <laughs> or, or, or sew or make stuffed animals. Uh, but I mean. I love that she says she doesn't know at the moment. Like, uh, since this was suggested to her, she's planning on learning. Yeah. But that is so in line with her attitude in general. It's like, yeah, I don't know how to, how to do sprite work, but Bold Zone Games requested that I make some sprites. So I learned. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love that. Uh, Mewtua says, lol, I want to play this so bad. I bet it's hilarious. It is. Um, it is. It's Scott. You should play it. it it's, it's an RPG with elements of comedy and horror. Um, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, it starts off very comedic and there's kind of a, a tone shift to horror uh, later on. Um, you know, it's goofy throughout, of course. But uh, there's like some genuinely good jokes in here, especially everything with Niles. Again, our favorite character. Yeah, there, um, there's a lot of jokes that are, are, like, jokes about RPG Maker itself. We talked about the period joke, how, like, you go into the room and uh, everything's covered in blood and you think, like, oh, this is a sign of uh, Arden's malicious some, activities. Right, and something it, terrible has happened yeah, here. Yeah, and then it just turns out it's a dumb period joke, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, like, probably done just to show off, like, uh, those assets in RPG Maker. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another... Like, well, there's a couple of these jokes, actually, with um, characters that use, like, stock RPG Maker portraits. Um, like, the the person we can interact with, uh, who the overworld sprite is, like, um, looks like a, like an old lady, uh, but the, the talk sprite is an old man. Uh-huh. And then there's the, um, the goofy-looking dude inside the bar, uh, who they says like he's he's such a beautiful man or something yeah and then we get that that like hilarious sprite responding to us yeah uh you know and it's it's clearly uh like a default rpg maker sprite and it's just like a very goofy one mm -hmm. um that's all just like a joke on the stock assets in rpg maker uh Sindri solace says oh she's so cute i want to get this game you're literally the most dedicated person i ever met just true and that then... is so true she's like the most dedicated person and then someone named Stella 
says, mm-hmm. yup, such dedication. Creating a Mary Sue in a terrible fanime takes a lot of dedication. It does. Like, genuinely. Do you know what dedication means? Yeah. Like, she's, you can't argue with her dedication here. She put in a ton of work for this project. Uh, And Critique says, uh, the original fic is from 2002 and she's still making content for it. How many fanfiction authors follow up their written work with animations and games? And seriously, if you know any examples, please let me know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck, get get their ass. That's exactly right. Like, that is interesting that uh, she says the original fic is from 2002. Oh, I I meant to read 2012, not 2002. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, wow, 2002. Uh, Senor Cynic says, Okay, no bullshit, Ray True. Tetsu Nekorikuoni. If that even is your real name. were <laughs> Were is the new episode of the fanime. I've wait for 12 fucking years. I demand an update <laughs> on the fanime, not a video game. This was uh, eight years ago. So yeah, the anime was not like, 12 fucking years. Uh, <laughs> still pretty regularly being uploaded uh but <laughs> I, I i i don't know what to say i appreciate this this uh chutzpah yeah the dedication to the fanime is uh commendable uh glaceon says well when will there be a new episode and new chapters and can we be friends um at, this, at this point uh ray has stopped uh, responding um so mm-hmm. uh she has she's logged she's off she's moved on to other stuff uh, someone yeah. said, someone named Sky the Pie says, "Do we really need a game for your shitty fan a- fan anime?" Yes. Yes. Next question. Uh, Calf says, "I will admit you might be a nice person, and your art has gotten a lot better. Your fan anime has a lot of potential, so keep working." And just yeah. someone saying, "There's a game of this." Hmm? But there is. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't believe we read the description of the game yet, but. Uh, oh yeah, we probably should. It's uh, Made Madness is a story-driven RPG adventure based on Rachel Katsueki's Blood Raining Night animation and, and fan fiction series created with RPG maker VX Ace using Bold Zone Games scripting skills and Rachel Katsueki's art. The branching story follows Rachel as a young mom of 17 years old who is currently enrolled in a job as a maid. So this one person didn't even read the description. Yeah, yeah. It says right there, she's 17. Her morals are put in into question when she starts to fall for her boss and forgets about her duties as a mom. Um, and that brings me to something I wanted to say that I haven't mentioned yet about the game is, uh, yes, Rachel's, uh, relationship with Elaine, uh, and her struggles as a young mother is so much more believable and, uh, sympathetic in this game. Yeah. It's like, because even, even with the bad choices that she can make, it's very obvious that she cares about her daughter a lot. Yeah, it comes it comes through a lot. Even if she makes uh, bad choices regarding Elaine, that's kind of understandable. Like again, this is a seventeen year old. Yeah, and um, and even with like the the one uh, the the main bad choice you can make about like staying with Arden, uh, you could easily interpret that as she wants to make a good impression uh, to her boss on her boss. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of justified, too, because he does turn quite cold towards her. If she turns him down, she ends up having to quit that job. Yeah, and she, she, Elaine is like, Mom, why did you leave? And she's like, because I have to work, so you can have breakfast. And, right. you know, I definitely sympathize with her a lot more in, in this game. Um, she is an overall much more sympathetic figure in this game. Um, I think part of it is that in the fanfic and the fanime, we don't really get to see much of her, like, actually parenting Elaine. Uh, Elaine's always getting kidnapped, uh, 
or she's just like uh, off being god somewhere um and we get very little of they actually caring for her daughter so while there's points in the fanfic or the fanime where uh they declares like her devotion to her daughter and such it doesn't really uh come across because we're just told this and not shown it but um this game regardless of what uh ending you're on um we do see they and elaine interacting and having like pretty like genuinely cute like mother-daughter stuff mm -hmm. uh which goes a long way towards uh endearing you to uh to both of them really and um also i mean this is part of just like the nature of this as an rpg but uh because there's various quests uh, they can do to help people out, she comes across as, like, genuinely invested in the world around her and the people around her in a way that she isn't in either of the other two versions of the story. Mm -hmm. She's she's someone who helps people in this, you know? In the fan fiction, she's, like, the worst person in the world. She's completely unsympathetic. I don't believe she cares about her daughter at all. She's constantly making mistakes, and they're not, like... I don't find them very believable, but in this one, it's like, she's a 17-year-old young mother with a drinking problem, but... Yeah, daughter, that's the other thing. Yeah, her daughter is clearly her priority. She's just, like, she's 17 years old, so she uh, is, like, struggling with that and also balancing her work and, uh, her, her work and uh, social life with, with taking care of her, her daughter. Vay's character honestly comes across, like, much more coherently in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause like in the, in the fanfic, she is so unsympathetic, like kind of shockingly so, even for like a Mary Sue character, like, um, oftentimes you have Mary Sue's, uh, arguably being like pretty awful people, but everyone else just like accepts it because the, the, the Mary Sue, they get to do whatever they want. Uh, but like, they really crosses the line. I mean, um, I keep thinking about- Run it the fuck over! Right! Run it the fuck over, that scene with uh, Kagome, where, like, if you've forgotten, Kagome saved they. They then proceeds to forget about her for, like, 15 chapters. Mm -hmm. And then when she shows back up, and she's not even aggressive at this point, uh, she is not being hostile, uh, they sees her and her immediate reaction is to try and kill her. Like, this is not a sympathetic protagonist. Um, I'd say in the... Uh, anime she comes across a little more sympathetic but the the fight and stuff between like uh her and lucy and the whole backstory we get on her killing her mom doesn't exactly paint her in the most sympathetic light mm -hmm. uh she more comes across like a morally gray protagonist than that i guess sort of an anti-hero of sorts uh but in uh in the game i mean she does come across like someone who's really trying at least yeah uh, she's uh, fucking up a lot of stuff along the way uh one thing that is in the game that isn't in the other two versions of the story uh you are already brought this up um and i guess it's it's kind of relevant to uh the plot of the game because this uh, this does uh play into one of the ending paths but um they has a pretty evident like alcohol problem mm -hmm. <laughs> um she makes a lot of comments about uh, wanting a drink, uh, expresses her love for wine many times in the game. Uh, she does get blackout drunk uh, on one ending path. Actually, actually, the good ending. Yeah. But, you know, she's, uh, it's easy to see how a 17-year-old with, like, 
everything she's dealing with uh, going on might uh, develop some, like, issues of that sort. And while she does, like, mess things up regarding uh, being a mother, like, she is genuinely trying and we get to see that. Which makes just a huge difference. In, um, in the Just Us ending, uh, she apologizes to Elaine for her behavior. And uh, when, yeah. when Elaine says, it's okay, mom, she says, no, it's not okay. And I'm going to change. Like, at that point, I believe her. And I, wa- I, want, I want to see her, her do better. Like, I, I, I believe that she is going to change. And uh, in the part in the, uh, in the fan fiction where she was like, throwing a tantrum about w- wanting her daughter back and the spirits were all like, you make quite an unfit mother. And they list all right. these reasons. I'm like, and yeah. She, she's like, I'm sorry, but I'm only 17. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's like, I, right, I like She dodges accountability in the fanfic. Yeah, yeah. And here she she takes it. And like, I respect her a lot here. It's not even that she takes it. She holds herself accountable. Uh-huh. No one is saying to her, like, hey, you've been a shitty mom. Yeah. And it would be very justified yeah. for, uh, like, Yuki especially to, to call her out. But no one does. Uh, she, on her own, realizes that she's fucked up and has to do better. Yeah, and this is both in uh, the ending where Elaine survives and the one where she doesn't. So she's not just... Uh, Like, it would be a different story if it it was just, like, in the one where Elaine died. She's like, oh, no, woe is me. I failed as a mother. Like, yeah, you're having your own pity party, but but do I believe you? And it's like, well, in the ending where Elaine survives, she still takes accountability. Right, and apologizes to her daughter, and Elaine is not asking for an apology and even, like, tries to reject it. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it shows, like, I don't know, genuine emotional maturity, which, uh, for a 17-year-old character, uh... And for they especially, who has not been established as emotionally mature at all, like, I don't know, this is huge. Yeah, uh, Rachel has definitely, like, learned how to write her character uh, throughout the years. And uh, I've said this before, but that uh, the fanfiction definitely feels like a first draft. And uh, if the fan anime is the the uh, second draft, uh, then the game is the final draft uh, with Ray's yeah, character. absolutely. Yeah, because I like the version of her character in the game a lot. Like, she's genuinely sympathetic. Uh, she has some funny moments. Um, I don't know. She she comes across endearing. Mm-hmm. Like, you do want to root for her. Uh, she makes a good protagonist. She does. And that's not something I could say about either of the other two versions of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's all I have to say about the game. What about you? I think we've more or less covered it. Uh, I I kind of want to mention the uh, the fan service theater, but I oh yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, I, I, there's not really much I can say about it. I I think you really have to see for yourself. Again, the video is uh, the link will be in the description, but like, it's it's really something. It's it's definitely something. Um, I think if you're going to. Uh, just watch one video about this. Definitely watch us covering the New Game Plus. Uh, because just the the stuff in the museum is uh, is great. All of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an absolute delight that something like that is in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, you know, it's a little look behind the scenes. We get to see all this fan art. It's, you know, it's a little Blood Raining Night shrine inside of the Blood Raining Night video game. I just think stuff like that is very cute. All right. So we've been looking at blood raining night for 
almost 10, forever. 10 episodes now, uh, and it feels like it's been forever, and I kind of want to wrap it up. And I think a, a good way to do that uh, would be to look at uh, Ray True's DeviantArt. Absolutely. Let's take a look. Yeah, so uh, we are going to take a little break, and then we are going to come back and wrap up our discussion. All right, we'll catch you after the break. We are back. I have a question for you. Uh, yes. Do you want to read some poetry? Always. So it turns out that, uh, Rachel is not only an artist, animator, and prose writer, but she also writes poetry. Oh my god, I can't wait. I mean, there's some of her poetry in the game. You sort of knew this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but these are completely new. We haven't read these yet. Alright, yeah, I'm very excited. Let's have a look. Okay, this is The Love D Inside of Me. (laughs) One day I found out that I love you, and I thought it was true, because out of the whole wide people in this world, it was you. You love me so much, give me something to touch. I love you so much, it is you. Don't let the darkness take me in, or let the pain be my death, because you're all I have until my very last breath. Okay. Uh, this is, according to the, uh, description here this is from they's point of view damn i mean it's so vague it could be anyone yes she says in the description i've made a ton of poems but this is from my heart i love it so much and this really shows the inside of they to do my oc this one's called an unforgettable romance okay i want to be my man like (laughs) how grass owns the land of thailand I want you to write me like I am a beautiful pencil. Use your soft hands to make me jump around the page. And we'll name our baby Dustin. Soon he'll be the sage. (laughs) Um, okay, I think the first one was better. (laughs) She says, I am in the mood for love poems today, lol. Spoilers, I used my friend's name for Tababy because I am not sure what to name Rachel's baby yet unless it's a girl in my fanfiction. Uh... Can you imagine if the baby's name was Dustin? <laughs> I like... Well, she calls it Angel Dust. Oh, yes. Yeah, so they, like... they keep the dust part. <laughs> I like how she's like, yeah, I haven't... It, I, I know she means, like, I haven't decided if it's going to be a girl or a boy yet, but it makes me feel like I, ha- I need, we need to wait and see if the baby's a boy or a girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have to wait until the birth to decide what to name uh, Myosi's baby. Uh, there's someone in the comments saying that uh she spelled thailand wrong which is true (laughs) she did she forgot the h deep inside of my tragic soul all right i was so scared dared and um prepared and they told me they cared they shared and they bared but here i am alone with the blood on my neck crying on the deck feeling a fire of heck darkness consumes my soul as i bleed out the last of my life You've come to kill, thrill, and be will me. I'll kill you with the knife. Don't forget about me once I'm dead. Lay me in bed, a shot on my head. I will put myself out like you are my prince. I won't wince, because you're my prince. 
I will bleed Oof. and die, so bye-bye. I'm sorry I had to die. Tell my loved ones goodbye. This is how Reichiru feels on a daily basis, but she hides it from Denmark-kun and Inuyasha-kun. One day they'll <laughs> find out. See what I did with the title? Oh. Yeah, because she, she capitalized the words <laughs> inside, my, and soul. That doesn't um. really change the meaning. <laughs> it, it's still no. deep inside of my tragic soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't change the meaning at all. The road of loneliness. Mm -hmm. I've walked down the road of loneliness too many times, seen all the blood, seen all the crimes. A line shines at the end like a god. It reaches out and touches my bod. Here <laughs> we get to the light. No more despair, no more night. I was gonna say, this one's like a little bit better until we get to it reaches out and touches my bod. <laughs> uh, someone says, uh... Uh, this was nice, but the end could use a bit of revision. No offense or anything. This <laughs> yeah. was pretty well written. Reminds me of something I wrote a long time ago. And like with DeviantArt, <laughs> I never know if someone's genuine or if they're just being nice. Because, I mean, you definitely do get a lot of uh, people just being nice on DeviantArt. Uh, yeah, to encourage beginners and stuff yeah. like that. Which is like, I don't know, that's, that's sweet. Love and beauty. When I needed you, you weren't there. When I cared about you, you didn't care. When I feared death, you didn't give a breath. When I needed life, you handed me a knife. When I said I love you, it's just like I'm Juliet and you're a Montagu. <laughs> um, what is that ending line supposed to imply? It's like I'm Juliet and you're a Montagu. I say, um. <laughs> Did he go to comments? <laughs> <laughs> Someone says, that last line was pretty clever. And then the next person comments, that last line was pretty clever. And then a third person comments, that last line was pretty clever. <laughs> and we she could go replies, on forever like this. And she replies, why, thank you. Everyone's saying that, though. It's rather weird. Everyone's saying that. More and more people are saying this. Uh, that last line reads like a, t a Taylor Swift lyric. Um. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, you remember when Taylor Swift says, uh, uh I, I was Juliet, you were the Scarlet Letter? <laughs> I don't think that means anything, Taylor. <laughs> kind of, kind of mixing up your literature references there. Perishing souls. Do you see that inside of me? It's my soul. It's the only thing you can't take away from me. Don't tell me sweet lies like the candy of death. Feel my heart beating until I run out of breath. My eyes blacken with hate. Darn kiss is my fate. My body will break and my bones will turn to dust. My soul will never fade, and so then never ends my lust. You can't bring me down nor lift me up. You are nothing compared to me. The only one who will get me is the darkness. Stan will be my lover and God will be my pet. Stan will be my lover? <laughs> Stan! I haven't made another oh. poem in a while. I was feeling rather <laughs> created today, and so I started writing. Domo for the read. Till next time. Nya on! Nya on. The- the- person uh cry master who's been consistently commenting on her poetry and giving mm -hmm. her compliments uh says uh you make me want to write haikus uh you can't write haikus in english uh no. and also <laughs> sorry about not being able to get the art done it'll have to wait until next weekend is that all right it's because school just started for me and it's quite crazy trying to get situated and stuff so i guess this is someone they know yeah a collaborator we have to get the Blood Raining Night fandom back off the ground so that uh, they will have a booth at Comic-Con and, you know, we can yeah, buy those plushies. Yeah. The bells of death go ring, ring, ring. 
In the autumn and in the spring, hear the bells, ring, ring, ring. My love sings and in my heart brings that special song that goes ring, ring, ring. Love what me forever. Show me many things. And in the spring, I'll hear ring, ring, ring. The bells come now. They come for me. The bells of death go ring, ring, ring. There's always time to make more poems. I love expressing my artistic talent in more than one way, like pictures, fan fiction, and other things. If other there things. is a poetry group on DA, someone tell me because I'd like to join one. I think she should join one. This is like, I think she genuinely has improved a little bit with this one. Like, this is more structured. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what to make of the actual poem, but like, this is this is similar to her um, artwork, where I, I feel like it has improved, even if the end result is not uh, the greatest. And Yuki Shinkuchin will take a look at her uh, DeviantArt in a minute. Uh, yeah, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Love it, but in the title, I think you mean bells, lol, not balls. <laughs> the, the balls of death. <laughs> so I, uh, it's fixed now, but... Uh, <laughs> and Raytru re- responds, WTF, XD, okay, give me a bit, I'll change that, jeez. <laughs> I don't know, I think she could have left it, but I'm glad we have the comment as proof. That is beautiful. Virus bells. I feel it hurt, and I know it's sting. The bells in my breath go ring, ring, ring. The bells in my ears, the bells in my heart, the bells in my eyes, not there from the start. The bells take over, the bells is a virus. The ringing in my ears is like tinnitus. She has it too, she hears the ringing. The ringing, the ringing, she feels it stinging. The ringing is deafened, and I cannot hear. Hear, hear, the words in my ear. Her lips move like an ocean of red. I cannot hear any of the words that she said. The ringing is too loud, I can't hear my voice. Look lost in the ring i hadn't any choice the ringing of the bells dies to a buzz in my mind a buzz a buzzing leaving me blind this is for the odyssey project about the virus in paul's view it's kind of like the bells of death revisioned i really really like the thought of bells being a virus because of the ringing having ringing in your ears would be like having a virus i'd imagine had to admit i took the extra time to have my friends and my teacher look this over and help me with the spelling and grammar but besides that, it's all me. I'll be so happy if I can get this into the book. What book? Well, the book. She says, uh, The Odyssey Project? Oh, uh, this this may have been, um, like a school project. I mean, especially since she said a teacher was helping her. Um, so maybe like a book of poems for their school. Does she mean Homer's Odyssey? I mean, maybe, but it, it could be just a project named for the Odyssey. Yeah, but it's also like... I don't understand why she says this is for the Odyssey project. She doesn't say, like, this is for an Odyssey project for my school. Like, I guess we're just supposed to infer. Well, maybe her school just refers to it as the Odyssey project. And if you go to her school, you would know what that means. Uh, She could be just saying that without giving us the context. But then you would also see her DeviantArt and see all the weird shit on there. Yeah, um, but I assume she has some real life friends who do see her deviantart you know going with the fiction anyway yeah um, yeah trashed christmas angel trashed christmas angel the other boys and girls said <laughs> hey so there... so some angel garbage huh <laughs> the other boys and girls said there would be no christmas this year that we would have to flee to the streets and drained of all our cheer the snow would fall and fall but no one would be happy while we are freezing in the cold other people would be laughing I asked our guardians if that was true, and this is what they said. 
No one wants to fund us anymore. The orphanage is dead. That very day we fled into the snowy streets. While other people laughed and played, I could feel my frozen feet. The other children left me as we all spread throughout the town. Families went inside their houses as the snow fell harder down. So I went to the trash and searched for some food. When I found something almost if not twice as good. In the trash I found an angle like the one you see on a tree. <laughs> a smile was painted on her pretty face as she looked at me. You've been thrown out too, I said. And we both couldn't see how it was okay for someone to throw out a perfectly good angel on Christmas Day. She's improved a lot, I think. She has genuinely improved a lot. Like, that has uh, that has themes and symbolism. <laughs> and a narrative. I... You could see someone cleaning up that concept and, and making a pretty solid poem out of that. I don't know. It's workable. Yeah, I, I definitely... Uh, like, I, you know, I would think that the uh, orphanage would be uh, funded more on Christmas, because that's kind of the time when people feel, like, good about donating. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, her world-building issues aside. They just threw all the orphans out <laughs> on Christmas. That part might need some workshopping. Yeah. There's I other can... ways you could justify that, I'm sure. I also don't think it needs to be uh, just directly stated in the end th that what the symbolism is. No, you don't need to come out and say it. But This is this is the first poem of hers where I could like actually like give criticism because it's not... It's, it's it's salvageable. Well, she demonstrates an awareness of what the symbolism here is, which yeah. um, I see as, like, a big improvement because she does try to use symbolism often, both in her poems and in the fanfic, and it's often, uh, it doesn't work because she, uh, she constructs these, like, nonsense similes and um, it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, it's just kind of, like, vaguely evocative uh, at yeah. best. Yeah. But here she has a clear idea of what she was going for, uh, even if she kind of fumbles the execution. Like, you know what she meant by this. This poem is called, uh, The Girl You Killed. The Girl I Killed? The Girl You Killed. <laughs> I didn't do it. I am the girl who you said was fat. For over ten years, I done lived with that. Until one day I had enough. I walked in the road and was hit by a truck. I am the girl you made a rumor about how she was ugly without any hair, but you did not know that I had a tumor and I died thinking that nobody would care. I am the girl who tried to look pretty. I put on much makeup to make it come true. Then my boyfriend said I looked shitty. So I left him a note that said I died for you. <laughs> oh my god. I am the girl who was alone in the clash, making weird doodles for the time to pass. Everyone joked saying I was with Satan. Now I'm still alone, but only in heaven. Uh, okay. That last part is, is, is Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I am the girl who did all these things. I did not realize what my word brings. I am the girl who made them all cry. And now it is also my turn to die. A sad poem about what society did to a girl. I mean, this is clearly multiple, multiple girls. Multiple girls. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was hit by a truck, and then I died, thinking nobody would care. And, <laughs> and then, then my then boyfriend I... <laughs> was rude to me, and I died. <laughs> and now I'm in heaven. <laughs> and then I died again. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> well, I at least appreciate the, the messages she was trying to get across, I guess. Um, at the bottom, uh, her friend, Crymaster, appears concerned for her, and she replies, no, I'm not the girl in the last sentences, if that's what you are wondering. I just made an emo poem is all. I've seen a lot and I wanted to make one. I, uh, 
I also, I want to say this, like, really speaks to Rachel's uh, character that we see come across in, like, her comments that uh, she understands uh, how much it can hurt when someone uh, puts you down. And so she tries to always be really polite when she's responding to people, even if they're yeah. rude to her. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense uh, that she would have this kind of sentiment to express. It's sweet. Okay, and this last one is uh, just, it doesn't have a title, but... But, but it's uh, it's called Happy Mother's Day. As mm. the world sleeps, when the lights fade, you're by my side day by day. And when I first came to this place, I looked around and saw your face. Rachel Ketsueki. Uh, and there's a silhouette of a cow and a calf. Um, oh. And the description says, give your big mom a hug today. <laughs> <laughs> your big mom? <laughs> no, like I have multiple and I had to distinguish. <laughs> I guess if you have, like, multiple moms, uh, she's instructing you specifically to, to hug the largest one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that does it for her poems. Uh, uh, Yuki Shinkuchi is uh, on here, too. Yeah. Um, who's the other person that collaborated with uh, Rachel and provided uh, a lot of the... Uh, Voices. Provided some of the artwork and uh, the voices... Um, as far as her gallery goes, uh, she has a, a birthday gift to Rachel, which is, uh, uh, Yuki hugging Ray. It's cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, anatomy's a little off, but. Right. I, I would say that she's probably a better artist than Rachel overall, but her art is certainly less interesting. Mm. Um, she has some Kingdom Hearts fan art on here. Uh, it's all pretty basic MS Paint stuff. Oh, yeah. So I recognize her her style from uh, parts of the anime. Um, I don't even know if I would say her art is better, but I agree that her style is, like, less interesting. She appears to have a comic of, like, Yuki waking up and uh, Mickey Mouse is there. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh in like a, a hood and she has a keyblade uh it looks like the comic didn't really like go anywhere yeah but that's that's cute she did a little kingdom hearts fan art i think her keyblade design is cute it's like uh the handle is like a heart and the mm -hmm. blade is a wing yeah that's uh that's good it's a little basic but I I do, I do really like the concept, and I think it fits her. It absolutely fits Yuki, so yeah. I want to take a look at uh, Rachu's gallery. Let's do it. She has uh, different folders in her gallery here. Yeah, I, w I think I want to take a look at her posts first. Oh, yeah, let's have a look at her posts. There are quite a lot of them. Um, all right, let me, read, uh, let me start from the first one. And I'm just going to skip over the not interesting ones. Um, yeah. Because she has 21 pages of these. Yeah. So this is from 2012 and it's titled People on DA Complaining. I know that I'm editing pictures. I'm not stupid, but I don't always have time to draw and I can't draw as well as people who actually make animes. So what if I recolor and shit? It isn't any of your business. She's right. I mean, she, she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> She's clearly a visionary. Uh, it seems like she, she did, uh, mature a little, if you want to call it that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh. Um, because this is not the same attitude we see from her 
later, but I will, like, be fair to her that the uh, art I've seen where she used a base, uh, she has been open about that. Like, she hasn't tried to compl to claim it as her original art. Um, so it seems kind of weird to go after her for something that she freely admitted she did. Uh, someone replies and says, like, uh, well, the issue is, uh, here's, people have problems with recoloring and tracing other artists' works, here's why. Uh, yeah, but saying, if she's like, using bases that were uploaded to DeviantArt for the purpose of being bases, that's not an issue. I don't know if, if she means that she was using bases or if she was just tracing other people's art. Yeah, I, I just kind of assumed the former because uh, that is a big thing on DeviantArt, or at least was uh, back during this time period, that people would upload these like blank bases um, that other people would, you know, recolor and add details to, to be their OCs. Well, she replies here and says, thank you for your concern, but I made that entry almost a year ago. I don't edit any pictures anymore. And if you see some old ones I didn't delete, please tell me. So it does look like she, this was her fault, but, um. Yeah, or in any case that she uh, now doesn't want to use bases and wants to just showcase her original art. Getting hentai-ish. That's right. My story, Blood Raining Night, might get a bit steamy. Who will I do a passionate love scene between me and Denmark, me and Inuyasha, Kagome and Sashomaru, Korra and Inuyasha? Who knows? You will have to read to find out. Well, you know, most of those. She didn't uh, oh my God. limit herself to just one option. Yeah? Stupid bitch at my school. So this tart-ass whore thinks it's all funny to tell everybody that my boyfriend is gay and that he only likes me because I look like a man. I am not a fucking man! I have a vagina! Just like you, you stupid twat! And I do not look like a man. God, I am a lot more beautiful than her and most chicks in my school. My boyfriend thinks I'm very sexy and not like a man. He kisses me all the time and he is not gay. Let this be a lesson to you, Lexi. I am pissed off and you're going to regret telling people such lies. So you and your cheap ass friends can stop laughing and spreading lies because the only ones laughing are you. I'll punch you, Biff. <laughs> this ratty brain called Ellie Mayfair, <laughs> who I hope freaking dies in pain with shit Someone's on her face. <laughs> Someone replies with a name like Lexi. It's no wonder she's rude to you. Shot Whatever that means. <laughs> um... If she has a name like Lexi, she probably, like, chose to call herself that because, like... That's short for something. That's short for something. Yeah. Take that, bitches. Aha! I've had so many people on Deviant watch View and Fate and rate my artworks at, like, number eight and up. So to all of you who are being such smartasses telling me my art was stupid because I traced some of it. Ha 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 Thank you to everyone who has liked my stuff. More will sure to come. For now, nya nya nya. Bye bye. Domo arigato gozaimashita, sayonara. Wow, I'm I'm uh, actually impressed she put that in past tense. Uh, so she was actually uh, 15 here. Okay. Um, and those last comments we read from her where she said that she was, like, very nice to people who didn't deserve it. Uh, she was 17, so it looks like she's, like, mature matured a lot between now and then. But yeah. this is incredibly entertaining i so i want to keep reading it um oh yeah well i i love seeing this like uh pettier side of her because this definitely comes through in the way uh they is written in the fanfic especially yeah and i think we see her character development through uh they 
A little bit of meta-narrative here. This honestly makes me respect her, like, way more. Yeah. She has a whole character development arc in here. Everyone is so rude to me lately. The people in fanfiction are so rude to me because they think they're so much better than I am. You know what? I don't care. On a happy note, school is out. Woo! Poor-porty time! <laughs> but you can you can see how her attitude evolved, though, because even here she's, she's saying, like, I don't care. Uh, and she's not really dwelling on uh, how angry she is about it in the way that she did even, like, a couple notes ago. Having a good time. Three! Yay! Nya! Chapter 8 and 9 are up. I'm trying to get my friend Yuki to join DA. Will I get her to do it? We'll find yes. out. And to all you assholes on FF, and she's she's done like what what are those called where where people do like text and it makes a picture? Oh, um she's she's done like some uh assy art. Yeah, and and it's uh, a middle finger. So <laughs> Good for her. Picky people? I'm so glad that I'm getting so many views on my stories, especially my sexy ones. Thank you mm. to those guys. But there are people who are getting so touchy over that. There's tentacle rape in manga and stuff, so don't go around calling me crazy. A Asians tend to be a bit crazy, and I'm Asian. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that one, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, people, people who... I mean, if she's actually Asian, I wouldn't mind her making that joke, but, uh, why do I get the feeling she's a white girl? I, she is, at the very least, lying about being Japanese. Uh. Yes. Absolutely. Pep uh, Peppermint Loser says, the rock dildo rape was really overdoing it. I think you should get rid of that part. Change it to Demon Korra comes in, is about to do it, but Kagome escapes somehow. Instead of Kagome getting killed off, instead maybe Type Reitru sees her on the road, stops the car, sees if she's okay, gets her to a hospital, stays with her, cares for her, tries to see if she can make her human again, or teach her how to live as a normal vampire. <laughs> Nurses her back to health, eventually falls in love with her. They settle down, get married. Okay, I mean, I agree with this. <laughs> But like, I do agree with this, but it's it's also like kind of like uh... <laughs> she she's she took the part where she says maybe Rachel sees her on the road and stops the car and, and turned it into yeah she sees her on the road and stops the car and runs her the fuck over. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I I don't even know what to say. I I feel like that whole thing speaks for itself. Quizilla irritates me at times. One of my first accounts was my Quizilla account, and at first I was really happy about it. I posted two of my chapters and took a few tests, and I was having a good time, you know? I hadn't updated my story in a while, so I decided I'd go and try to, and it wouldn't do it. It would hit- I would hit submit story, and it freezes continually loading. Ugh. So it looks like I won't be doing anything interesting on Quizilla anymore. Other- It's 2012! Yeah. Wow, that's late to be using Quizilla. <laughs> Other than that and the hurtful comments, I've been having a good night. Probably should get to sleep, but I won't. Nighty night, everyone. Nighty night, Leah. And you too, hun. You know who you are, wherever you are. <laughs> I don't know, that was pretty big. That was aimed at us. OMG, Leah got a new ek. Welcome back, Yuki-chan. I'm glad to have you around on the internet again. It's been too long. It has been too long. So, Yuki's real name is Leah. All right, now we know. Leah, common Japanese name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very common. Just like Rachel, also a common Japanese name. Oh my god! Oh my god, what is it? Uh, 
Can you do this one? Oh, okay. Okay. Let me see. Oh, <laughs> I see why I have to do this one. Uh, so the title of this is, Okay, FF Fag's really pissing me off. <laughs> oh, she's not playing nice anymore. Here we go. So, for a long time, my fanfiction account said I had, like, three reviews. None of them were very oh-so-pleasant. Then I see I have four, but I ignore it because I didn't want to be bothered. I go on there, and I see I have nine reviews. Okay, click, let's say them. There's, like, a fucking billion on there, not nine. Oh, well, they might be good, right? No! Some were nice, but a lot of them were not. I mean, if you don't like I write, then W slash E. I don't care. But half these fucking people don't even make any sense. They keep saying, I'm trolling. What the fuck? You're the one coming to my page and telling me shit, and you're saying, I'm the one trolling. WTF? What the hell? I don't get it. Okay, and so some chick gives me, like, a long-ass review for my story and character. All right, yeehaw, thanks. But I'll sort <laughs> things out myself. I don't feel like reading another tear-ass pointless review. The thing that doesn't make the most sense... So majestically written and well-structured. You misspelled Dumbledore, though. I misspelled Dumbledore? <laughs> what in the hell does that even have to do with my story? There is no Dumbledore in my story. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? If you're going to be so rude, at least it makes sense. So, whatever. Thanks to one of the users being so nice, but now I'm starting to think she was sarcastic. Anyway, I don't really care. It just angers me how people are making out like I'm the bad guy when they're being stupid and doing worse. Uh, 15-year-old using slurs. I'm not really going to dwell on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I mean, she's 15 on one hand. But on the other hand, I do kind of respect her for leaving these rants in, like, her... I mean, this is essentially her diary. She's not yeah. forcing people who don't want to look at this. Yeah, and it's, uh... I don't know. I I, I think the part where she, she comments on, um, someone, uh saying that she misspelled Dumbledore is quite funny. Um, did you look at the comments on this one? Yeah, it, it looks like uh, a Crymaster is saying that uh, they're probably mistaking her for the person who wrote My Immortal, which, like, I think that was the joke. And honestly, it's, yes. it wasn't very funny. It's, uh, not, it was... it's not a good joke. It wouldn't really land. I only <laughs> thought that that was the joke because I'm very familiar with My Immortal. We both are. But, you know... To her, this would be nonsense. Celestial Dark Harvest says, Rachel, you are a very talented person, and I'm not being sarcastic about it because I suck at it, and I don't like being mean, but yeah, all those people are just jealous because people like you have more creativity. For me, example, yes, I have lots of fans, but I also have haters, and without haters, you won't become famous. So yeah, be strong, Rachel, and don't let anyone talk take down that creative mind of yours. Um, she's right. I mean, yeah, like, I, I like that she has people on here giving her good advice. I... There's this, there's this one, um, comment, this is from, uh, 2012, and this, this person is, uh, their username is, uh, Sprout, but it's hyphenated between the R and the O. It says, I'm sorry to tell you that, but your art has no anatomy, color, lines, whatever, and your fanfic is a total nonsense. I know you will be bitching now about all the hatters, but when you get older, you will understand what you were doing, actually, what are you doing right now, and why people think you're trolling. At first when I saw your stuff on Fuck Yeah, Mary Sue's, I thought, this has to be trolling. But then the mod said it isn't. So I went to your page. I see you need anime bases and anime pictures to do art, but you don't even write where the base or picture is from. Rude. It's called copyright, by the way. 
For your art improvement, I can say just a few things. Practice, look at tutorials and stock pictures. And to your literature, or is that a fanfiction? I don't know. Try to be more realistic and less, OMG, look, I'm so kawaii and I beat you up, biatch. Look at me, I'm a super princess. I'm gonna save the world and Inuyasha loves me so much and we're going to have so many demon babies. I don't even believe she talks like that. No. Uh, Rachel response to that says, you have to be blind to not see the colors or lines or whatever. <laughs> You're right. It's a picture, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I don't need to read any more of this crap because it was all settled and I took down the pictures I had edited. Uh, to which uh, the first person responds, well, that's great. I mean, for you. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to bring up the mention of uh, Fuck Yeah, Mary Sue's, which um, I don't I don't know uh, who listening remembers like uh, 2012, 2013 Tumblr. But there used to be a lot of blogs that were titled, you know, fuck yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, that was like a common uh, URL format for a while. And there were also many blogs at this point, because this is like the humor style at the time, uh, that would just like repost, um, you know, quote unquote shitty artwork from DeviantArt um, or like uh, Mary Sue characters, uh, stuff from bad fan fiction. Um, and that's probably how they got a lot of exposure was through people posting her on Tumblr. Especially if we think about the time period. This was 2012. This was when Tumblr was, like, decently popular. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, among this crowd. Uh, so I expect that is actually how a lot of people found this, the story, which I hadn't uh, considered. But I remember I looked at blogs like that uh, back in the day because of my interest in, like, uh, bad fanfiction, like, weird stuff on the internet. Uh, is not how I discovered Blood Raining Night. I don't think I'd ever heard of it until you showed it to me. But that is probably how a lot of people found this fanfic. Uh, being a boyfriend's such a dick. <laughs> it's been really depressing lately because my boyfriend has been acting kind of stupid. Ever since school was out, he's been acting kind of distant and hanging out with his friends more than me. And I was telling him that I was annoyed and worried and that we should hang out more often. The asshole told me that he needs to spend time with his friends. Holy shit, you've been spending almost the whole summer with them and I'm just sitting here at my house most of the time alone. Which is why I like anime men because they're always there with just the click <laughs> of a button. That's another thing he's been complaining about. Why do you spend so much time at the computer instead of calling me? Why are you always going on about your story? It's because I'm trying to share with you, you dick. Sometimes I think your fantasy man isn't me and the people you think about. Well, maybe that's because you aren't doing what you should be doing and throwing me to the side. Don't know if things don't get better. I won't bother with him. Go to my page and tell him what a dick he is so I can send it to him. No one fucking does this to me. She's so fucking right about everything. <laughs> And then the link is to her forums, and mm -hmm. it's in general discussion, and it's t called Dick. <laughs> and and it's just Rachel making a post that says, go on, tell him what a dick he is. And then people are just homestuck role-playing in the comments. Fantastic. <laughs> She's a genius. This is how to deal with a shitty boyfriend. I think I'll try this next time. If I if I post a thread about uh, my shitty boyfriend, will you um, homestuck roleplay in the comments? Will you do that for me? No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Why am I being abandoned and betrayed? People on FF are the fucking worst. People don't seem to get where I'm coming from. It's like none of you actually read it. I get it. You guys just like shit to complain about. I get a lot of don't be so rude to Miku, bitch. Nothing <laughs> rude was ever said to Miku. Hello? Yeah. 
I mean, Mika is a respected customer service employee in this universe. Uh, you were rude to Miku. <laughs> uh, Rachel told her, shut the fuck up, it's terrible, when she didn't, like, know the context of a situation. Oh, yes, 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 uh, well. That's normal in customer service. <laughs> Rachel Watts having a bad time, and she snaped at Miku. She didn't curse her out. She said nothing mean about her. She did, she did snape at, uh... Okay, that, that doesn't that matter. If if you say something like, if you're just having a conversation with someone and 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 someone just tells you to shut the fuck up out of nowhere, that's being rude to them. That it doesn't matter that you didn't insult them directly. This is big teenager brain. It's like, uh, my my tone doesn't um doesn't matter uh because I didn't, I I wasn't intending to directly insult you, so it doesn't matter that I was rude. <laughs> Have you ever snaped at someone when you were stressed? That's what that was about. I okay. snape at someone when I'm stressed all the time. <laughs> Again, with the with the teenager brain. Like, yes, okay, I understand why she did it. Sometimes you snap at someone, but then, like, you apologize either instantly or perhaps later on, but... All she needs to do to justify this is, is say, like, uh, yeah, they was rude in that moment. Um, it's because she was stressed. Which is, which is fine. Like, characters are allowed to do bad things. But the thing about that is, it's never acknowledged as bad within the story itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. But that's, like, a minor enough moment, I I think, like, on its own, if it weren't for uh, they just being treated as though she can do no wrong for, like, 99.9% .9 of the story, then I think, like, isolated, we, were, we would read that as, like, oh, she's being rude because she's stressed, which, you know, that's reasonable for a 17-year-old character. Um, in that situation, I would expect, like, uh, I mean, she was with Mina and Yuki at the time. I would expect, like, Yuki or Mina to pull her aside and say, like, hey, I, I know you're stressed and all, but you should really apologize to Miku. That I would expect Yuki okay. to, to do that. Yeah, um, that's, like, what, <laughs> that's, that's, and, and she would go, like, y you're right, I, I, I'm going to go apologize to her, and then, and then she would. <laughs> right, and that, that would go to show that. Uh, Rachel understood when she wrote that scene that they was being rude and that was the conscious intent behind writing her that way. Yeah. But it's it's not. It's just like, well, she was completely justified in snapping at Miku because of her stress, even though Miku didn't have anything to do with causing the stress. Yeah. <laughs> I love Vocaloid and I love Miku and wait for the rest of the fan fiction to come out before you go beating me for being mean to Lucy. I most deadly like Ku Lucy. Everything is going to be okay. Sheesh. That's most <laughs> deadly directed towards 2S1 and the lost one. BTW, I'm not trying to replace anything. I do not own anyone from Hetalia, Elfin Lead, Inuyasha, or any other anime. And hell, I'm not trying to replace my immortal WT WTF. And hell, I'm not trying to replace my immortal WTF ever that is and what you people keep mentioning it. These animes give me inspiration. I am not trying to steal anything. The only characters I own are Rachel, Aza, and Sensei Hanayubi, and my friend Lian Chan owns Yuki, and my other friend owns Mina. I made Aza for my friend, so I touch I own her. The other <laughs> characters in my fanime are owned by other people. I don't usually like to delete comments, but for some peop but some people are so fucking retarded and mean for no reason. Mm. I'll be starting with you two as one because you called me a bitch for being mean to Miku when Rachel was just frustrated, not trying to <laughs> hurt her. Did you get all that? 
I like Miku. I like Lucy. I do not own any of the animes used. So stop bitching about random shit. If it was one person, <laughs> I wouldn't gaff and I might even be nice to them. But it's so many people saying the same thing, the same things. I can't just write here how I want to without a whole buttload of people being unsensibly mean. Updates. And then it just uh, says some updates. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Peppermint Loser says, I know it's old, but one, the reason why every person that calls Reitru a bitch rude is because she snapped at Miku, who knows nothing about Reitru, her history with her dad. If I was at front counter, Ray told me to STFU, I'd honestly get hurt feelings. Two, the main mm -hmm. issue is you want Reitru to be seen as this lovable badass, but how she gets displayed doesn't show at all. Try to not focus on how hot she is. We are aware that she's sexy. Don't explain it in every chapter. And try <laughs> focusing on her enemies more, not complaining about her. I know Ray is the protagonist, but focused on the others too. Try fleshing them put a bit more. I love how people are, like, sincerely trying to give her advice <laughs> on how to improve. And, you know, these are true things. Like, there's an excessive focus on how sexy they is, and when it's like, we get it. I mean, that's par for the course with these stories. Um, yeah. And again, like, Blood Raining Night is definitely a, like, a parody send-up of this stuff. Uh, but um, the the other thing with, like, um, they being, you know, rude and unsympathetic, it's like, yeah, that's absolutely true. We were just talking about that earlier. But she's definitely not in the headspace to listen to that criticism right now. Oh, okay. Questions, OC meme. Rules. Pick one of your OCs, fill in the question statements as if you were your OCs, tag four people to do this meme, tell people that they've been tagged with a link from your journal. 1. What is your name? Rachel Katsueki Nekooni. 2. Mm -hmm. Do you know why you were named that? Because it's like in me, but Japanese. Wait. It's like what, but Japanese? It's like in me, but Japanese. <laughs> Not really? No, th okay, no, this is her, this is her, like, answering from the perspective of her OC, so, like, I guess Reitru in the story knows that she's named after the author, but in Japanese? Yeah. Yep, that's right. Three, are you single or taken? Taken like bacon. Four, have any abilities no, or powers? No, she should break up with that boyfriend. <laughs> Hmm, she can turn into a demon because she's part cat demon, and she's very athletic, so she can fight good. She can sing really good, too. Five, stop being a Mary Sue. Lol, whatever. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> I don't know why that would be a, a question. But... <laughs> In the que yeah, it's not a question. <laughs> Six, what's your eye color? Crystal orange. How about hair color? Kind of dark brown, but not real. <laughs> but not real. With turquoise bangs that go into a point in the middle of my face. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by not real? Uh, did she mean not really? I guess. Uh, it's but dark brown. Her hair really. is... Uh, I mean, I would say it's like medium brown, but... I guess that's what she means. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Have you any family members? Yep, my dad, who wants to kill me, and my half-sister Yuki, <laughs> who is an angle. <laughs> yep. No further explanation needed. <laughs> Nine. Just like most people's families. Oh, how about pets? Sailor Moon Rachel has a cat named Mimiku. I wish we got the cat. Yeah. Ten. That's cool, I guess. Now tell me something you don't like. Hmm. Rude people. People I have to kill. Raisins. <laughs> She's right. Raisins suck. They they do suck. Um. Also, people I have to kill. That's so so annoying. What if I want to do other things? 
11. Do you have any activities slash hobbies that you like to do? I work the Yakuza a lot, so I kill people. That's, that's not a that's, hobby. That's your job. <laughs> I mean, she did say that she doesn't like people that she has to kill, but also she likes to kill people, so... <laughs> Love the job, hate the customers. 12. Have you ever hurt anyone in any way before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 13. Ever killed anyone before? I have no other choice. I mean, <laughs> it, it's your chosen profession. It's your job. You do have another choice. You, you could be a maid or something. Mm, yeah, maybe you could be a maid. 14. What kind of animal are you? I am mostly a cat. Mostly. 15. Name your worst habits. Being really rough and emotional. Yeah. 16. Do you look up to anyone at all? <laughs> Yuki, Sensei Hanayubi, and my dead mom before she dead. <laughs> <laughs> before she dead. After she was dead, I stopped looking up to her. 17. Are you gay, straight, or bisexual? Oh, and she replies, mostly straight. Mostly straight. <laughs> mostly straight. Mostly straight. Okay. We got uh, another top, one here, lads. Top, top 10 LGBT characters of all time, Rachel Katsuaki. Uh, yep. Mostly straight. I don't think it could be mostly straight. That's either. known as being bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> this is like every, every bisexual goes through this phase. It's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm probably straight, but <laughs> give, it, give it a couple of years. It's called being bisexual with a preference. Uh, yeah. And again, like maybe, maybe bi people, uh, many, many bi people like uh, initially think they have a preference and then find out they don't or their preference is different than they thought it was. You know. Also that having a preference doesn't change your sexuality. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, which I think that's a pitfall. A lot of like uh, questioning bi people fall into is like, oh, if I have a preference, I'm not really bi. I'm just like, I have internalized stuff that I'm still working through, but you know. This is a very serious discussion for, um, this fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 18. Do you go to school? Yeah, at Akuma no Uta High School. 19. Ever want to marry and have kids one day? Already have a kid. Now I need to get married. 20. Do you have fangirls slash fanboys? Yep, quite a few. 21. Yep. What are you most afraid of? Dying. Dying. 22. What do you usually wear? I don't know, a blackish gray tank top with orange nya on written on the back, a pair of faded blue denim jeans, knee-high black boots, and that's about it, I think. So I it don't... sounds like she does know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't describes know. Describes it. extremely sp specific outfit. <laughs> 23. What's one food that tempts you? Oh, man. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Not meat thing? 24. Am I annoying you? Lol, nay. 25. Well, it's still not over. Yay. 26. What class are you in? Low class, middle class, high class. <laughs> middle? 27. How many friends do you have? About five or more. 28. Or more. <laughs> what are your thoughts on pie? When teas chocolate. 30. Favorite drink? Uh hum, anything bubbly. 31. What's your favorite place? That's hard to tell. 32. Are you interested in anyone? We all know who. Stars at Denmark. <laughs> Stars at Denmark. At this point, she's already slept with Inuyasha. 33. If you're a girl, what's your cup size? If you're a guy, how big are you? Oh, boy. Double D! Um, she's, no. She's, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a J. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> nice try, but... <laughs> She's, like, at least a J. Like, at the very least. It's hard to tell because of how much uh, her cup size is, like, depending on the drawing issue, but um, at no point is she drawn small enough to be a double D cup. Oh, yeah. Um, Rachel's breasts are on the bigger side of average. <laughs> Draws them larger than her head in every picture, yeah. 34. Would you rather swim in a lake or the ocean? What's the difference? <laughs> okay. Do we need to explain the difference between a lake and an ocean to her? There are some notable differences, but uh, I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Insane response. 35. What's your type? What does that mean? <sighs> I think just... she's getting annoyed with these questions. I think she is. Yeah. 36. Any fetishes? Lol, quite a few things so raid my fanfiction, but that doesn't mean I like it. Uh, that Well, the question was, what do you like? <laughs> but, okay. 37. Seme or uke? What? Oh boy. She's not a yaoi fan. <laughs> 38. Camping or indoors? Lol, indoors by a sweet fire with a nice guy. Lol. Gonna have to go back to school. Damn it, winter break is almost over. I really don't want to go back to school. I have almost no classes with my posse and everything is so boring. I have a few more years of think junk until I get out too. Blah, well, is for the good, I suppose. At least I'll see Leah-chan and Mina. Everyone, not Mina-chan, but she'll be there too, lol, at lunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, she was... Because, <laughs> uh, you know, Mina means everyone, so... Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, she actually made a joke about that. I just, I'd given up expecting it at this point. Some bug hole on YouTube told me I should die and that no one would miss me and that they would gladly go to jail to kill me. It's like... I'm sorry, did she say some bug hole? <laughs> And like, it's like- New insults just dropped. Wake up, babe. It's like, really? If you think that what I do is so terrible, then I deserve death, then maybe you should stop watching. I'd like to see you do seven episodes of drawing pictures and syncing them to music and sound, so everything. I'm not even done at seven episodes. Writing stories and making anime is what makes me happy. If wanting to kill people is what makes you happy, then I pity you more than I could ever <laughs> myself, even if the whole world hates me. Anyway- he doesn't really deserve any more of my time of the day. I just anted to tell people like that. On a good note, I was also chatting with someone on YouTube to made me fan art, and they says that they want a fan character to be in the series, so I think I'll include them as a somewhat main character, and it'll be Moe. All right. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it was Moe, whatever uh, came of that. Episode 1 got deleted, and IDKY. Sad, and I'm tired. All right, so I get why episode 7 got deleted, but not episode 1! Someone please, please, please fucking tell me why I it got deleted. There was no nudity, and that's why it got flagged. WTF. I mean, you did have, like, a panty shot. There was a panty shot. There um, was very much a panty shot. All right, here are the suggestive things of the episode. Rachel is sitting nude on the bed, but facing the other way with her butt showing, and Nya on lower back. Okay, so I think you just d described why it got deleted. Yep, that's exactly why. A panty shot Rachel had, but it wasn't very distinct. Yes, it was. We're forced to <laughs> look was. at it for, like, a minute. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's it, like an extreme close-up. The intro, but that's artistic. In which case, Elfin Lee's mm. video would be taken down, too. That's all I can think of. Yeah, uh, Elfin Lead, which, like, n notoriously, uh, <laughs> took ages to be released in the West. Uh, uh also, um, 
Elfin Lead probably had the 18 plus filter on it. Uh, yes. Indeed. Now my fucking account is off access for two whole weeks. I don't get it. I can just upload it again, but that episode wasn't so bad. So what does that mean for the Ahethor episodes? I'm so fucking sad and frustrated. They didn't even fucking explain. What was it exactly that they didn't like? I can get my account permanently banned. It wasn't anything that fucking bad. Damn. What did I do? Can I take this problem to YouTube? <laughs> yeah, one Someone can only says, hope. Someone says, uh, can I just say that the lyrics you have for Lilium are really incoherent and that it just bothered me the whole time? And she says, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of did them by ear. Uh, I guess they're a lot different than they sound. Yeah, th they don't yeah. sound... <laughs> they don't sound Japanese. Yeah. My god. Uh, character sheet. Uh, the BRN universe... BRN is like our world, but where a dominant religion is true called Shinto Kamimichi. It's not a dominant mm -hmm. religion if nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just want to kind of skim over this. Um, uh, she does directly confirm here that uh, Ray is bisexual. All right. She leans more towards straight. Uh, okay. By rights, regardless. <laughs> it says that her birthplace is in her hometown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she... mine too. That's crazy. <laughs> and she doesn't have an astrological sign. <laughs> Good for her. Immediate family. Her mother and father. Her father was always a little rough. Distant family. Until a few years ago, she rarely ever saw Yuki, her half-sister, parenting. Mm -hmm. Kind of both, but her dad became very strict after her mother died. Yeah, she killed her mother. So. Yeah. Upbringing. Do what you think is right. Infancy. It was good. Childhood. When she was about six, <laughs> she killed good. her mother by accident, and ever since then, her af her hearth hated her and beated her. Mm. Adolescence. She works for the Yakuza and has a baby. Adulthood. That's a secret. Coming of That's age. That's a secret. <laughs> when she realized the world was cold in her childhood. Evolution. She became a bit more stern now and angry. Uh, All her, right. her ethnicity is Asian. Her blood type is O. <laughs> Uh, she's ambid- she has to work with both hands, but she prefers right. I don't know if that means she's ambidextrous or not. Uh, that- she, yeah, that doesn't mean she's ambidextrous, it's just like she does something where she has to- Uh, her facial type is a heart. Her eye color is gold, which is, it goes against, uh, where she says it was, uh, crystal orange last time. Yeah. She's five foot three and 120 pounds. Five foot three. She's little. I'm surprised at that actual, like, realistic weight, though. Because that's not, like... Yeah. That's average weight. Usually people uh, put their characters at, like, super skinny, but... Yeah. That's, like, average for 5'3", which is, like, obviously... uh, Which is, like, surprisingly realistic for, like... She she does say pre previously, like, her build is a little muscular, but not much, so... Yeah. But kudos for that. Um, yeah. Genuinely. Uh, and now it says that her cup size is a G cup. So okay. Yeah, more... maybe maybe someone called her on a... <laughs> that definitely seems uh, closer to the truth here. She has bipolar disorder and a bit schizo. She just like me for real. <laughs> just a bit. You know, there's actually a word for that. <laughs> uh, her mode of dress is she wears her cloths loosely, which, like, I've seen the artwork. It's not true. Yeah, she does not wear her cloths loosely. <laughs> that is a lie. Uh, she smells like nothing or blood. She doesn't smell like mint and cinnamon? Nope. 
when angry, she destroys things. She punched a 10 meter hole in the wall. Yeah, but she All couldn't right. get through a bathroom door. Yeah. Uh, it says her current residence is she goes from friend's house to friend's house. Interesting. That doesn't really seem to be the case at any point yeah. in the story. Unless, I guess, uh, Denmark just kind of let her have uh, her his house in one chapter. I think it would be interesting if uh, they was, like, couch surfing during this story, but mm-hmm. that's not uh, not what appears to be going on, so... Family, her mother is dead, Alucard is her cousin, Yuki's her half-sister, her father is alive, and a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Friends! (laughs) Alive and a dick, yeah. Her breast friends, Yuki-chan, Mina-chan, and Aza-chan! No, not that! (laughs) Her breast friends. It says her equipment is big buns and katana. (laughs) Big buns? (laughs) Big buns. Damn. Uh, she has $50 on hand and, like, $4,000 in the bank. Wow, good for her. It's impressive for a 17-year-old. <laughs> she lives in a small house that isn't her house but Denmark. She moves around a lot because she's homeless. That is not the impression I got from... No. It seems like that was her house, like, her and Denmark's house. Also, like, if she lives with her partner, she's not homeless. Right, she's not homeless. She's living with her boyfriend. She lives with her boyfriend. Like, I I guess maybe her name isn't on the the deed to the house, but that doesn't really mean anything. Especially, again, she's 17. (laughs) Sex life just says a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Me when I go to Planned Parenthood. Uh, She doesn't have an IQ, but she's really smart. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have an IQ either. Uh, her political party is Free Spirit. <laughs> Not familiar with that one. I guess political parties might be different in the Blood Raining Night universe. <laughs> oh no! Yeah? You have to read this one. Okay. Biggest failure. Not killing her fagther. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty big failure. Uh, her best memories... It- is uh having elaine uh mm-hmm. but <laughs> I, I don't think in like the, the giving birth part it was is your best memory in the taco restaurant yeah <laughs> her guilty pleasure is men <laughs> same she doesn't have any immunities uh she just avoids stuff <laughs> if i thought i might not be immune to something i would simply avoid it uh and she has major boobage that's true can't argue with it her favorite animals are wolves and cats all right Uh, some good ones her favorite mythological creatures are griffins and horsemen (laughs) horsemen (laughs) does she mean does she mean a centaur (laughs) there's a word for that but uh her favorite landmark is uh the suicide forest can you tell this was written by an edgy 16 year old yes uh her favorite 16 year old we wrote this that's crazy she likes j-pop uh, mm-hmm. Her favorite store is KFC. Her favorite word is moist. <laughs> <laughs> she likes all the colors, but her least favorite is yellow. Uh, she okay. thinks she thinks gorillas are ugly. <laughs> Rude. Her least favorite flavors are dog poo. <laughs> what? <laughs> that implies you've eaten it. And she doesn't like tea. Weird. But she has had bubble tea, so I guess that's different. 
I guess, yeah. She has an American and Japanese accent. What's that supposed to mean? She speaks Japanese, Spanish, American, and Chinese. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she speaks American. <laughs> she only speaks American from what I've observed. Her expletive is Godfuck. Godfuck? That's your daughter you're talking about. Kind of weird. Her fulfillment is that she gives birth to God. I guess. <laughs> I mean, she does do that. Um, <laughs> some criticism says, uh, advice time. Uh, first off, oh, this this is by Sienna the Rabbit, who voiced uh, Luca in oh, the final okay. episode of Blood Raining Night. Interesting. Okay. Uh, advice time. First off, make more OCs and spread the traits you like around them. Second, limit your OCs mm. power. Find a list of strats, multiply the number of stats by five, and distribute them. That's how I do it anyway. Third, do your damn research. You're a girl. You should know that there's no such thing as G-cups. <laughs> that's, that's not fucking true at all. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> what are you talking about? Usually the only cups they have in stores are... Uh, double d but there yeah are... they usually only go up to double d in like a standard retail store but but like there are <laughs> many people who uh have g cups or even bigger or even bigger imagine reduce the size of those damn things i oh, wish i could <laughs> uh actually would right? you like me to go over this thing and critique ray completely i've been meaning to tell you i don't think ray true is an actual name ray is though it's God. it's Rachel. It's written in Katakana. It's Rachel. Yep. All right. So I didn't expect this to go on for so long. Uh, <laughs> maybe we can pick this up later as part of like a, another segment for as like the second segment for what we're doing next. But that's mm -hmm. pretty much all I have to talk about. Uh, what about you? I think we've about covered it. Um I don't know. We've spent so long on Blood Raining Night. I I don't know what else we have left to say about it. I'm sure there's more. We're going to think of more. I know we're going to like hang up this call and um, have more to think about shortly after. But <laughs> for now, I, uh, I guess we can leave it here. Uh, we can always circle back in a later episode, like you said. Yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, what we're doing next, finally? Oh, boy. Um, so... We have something kind of different up next. Uh, we are going to be taking a look at a fanfic that's uh, both sincere and actually popular within a certain fandom. Yeah. Uh, for a certain ship. Uh-huh. Um, and this is one that we did not uh, originally plan on covering on the podcast, but around the time we were um, getting ready to start uh, recording this podcast for real. Uh, we were reading this one together and we just had way too much to say about it. So I think we kind of have to pick it apart on the show. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's, it's Dirty Laundry, um, which is, yes. which is a, a Voltron fanfic that is so famous, uh, that it's become, uh, kind of, how do you say this? Like, I think it's like inspired other, uh, fanfics. It's, uh, I mean, I'm not in the Voltron fandom, but I think if you like this particular ship, you probably know this fanfic. It's awful. It's absolutely abysmal in so many it's, ways. It's quite bad. It, it, yeah. It, it's obtained kind of an infamous reputation, but that's because of uh, controversies uh, regarding the like 
uh, racism and ableism in the story, which we, of course, mm-hmm. will be talking about. But I also mm-hmm. want to kind of talk about the fic as a whole because it's just so awfully written. It's it's probably worse than anything we've read on here so far. And I mean that genuinely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it's made... I mean, of course... This is not a so bad it's good. Yeah. We should be clear. Yeah. This is, like, actually just genuinely bad. Yeah. So, uh... This is the first time I think we might get a little bit of opposition from uh, people who who did read this fic uh, when it came out and, like, enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I want to be clear. This is not ship hate. Uh, yeah. Like, we've got nothing against uh, this this pairing. It's uh, Keith and Lance from Voltron, which I I know that uh, you uh, are a bit of a, a shipper of this one. Uh, I mean, not really actively anymore not like actively but you you know what i you know what i mean you you get the vibe yeah i I definitely do and we'll be talking about that a lot uh right and i've only i've only seen a couple episodes of voltron myself at this point i do plan to watch uh season one as we're covering this uh fanfic Mm because it it does pick up um i guess it was written between seasons one and two uh yes it's an alternate universe so it doesn't really matter so much but um i see why people ship this uh we're we're again we are not hating but this fanfic just uh just sucks it's just bad and uh, we're gonna we're gonna spend a lot of time digging into why yeah and it's also the first one we're gonna uh we're not like reading the whole thing we're probably gonna summarize and read like individual parts of it uh but it's too long to read out uh the oh, whole yeah. thing it's it's much too fucking long um, and it's not as interesting on a line-to-line basis as some of the other fix we've uh, covered. Yeah. All right. So uh, with that, uh, that's going to be all for this week. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for listening. Check us out on Twitter or Tumblr at Literary Demerit. We upload new episodes every Friday. You can find us on Patreon or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks so much to The Birthday Massacre and Metropolis Records for the use of their song Counterpain. You can find them on Bandcamp, Spotify, and Apple Music. And remember, we don't own anything. All credit to the original owners. Yeah, on. For the final time. Yeah, on. Yeah.